The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, Mount St. Joseph Lions football is on the air on WDTZLP Delhi Township. Mount St. Joe Lions football on Z98 FM is sponsored by Delhi Barbers, Greenwell Avenue, and Delhi Pike with no appointment needed. By Wishbone Tavern, Delhi Pike in the new Delhi Town Center. By Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, Glenway Avenue next to the Home Depot. By Delhi Skyline Chili, it's Skyline Time. By NYPD Pizza, Foley Road, 513-347-6973. 347-NYPD. By Bearcat Storage, with two locations for all your storage needs. And by Delhi Liquor Store, Delhi Pike in Mount Alverno Road. Now from UltimateSportsTalk.com with your Lions football play-by-play. Here's Dave Mitchell on C98. And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Alumni Stadium here in Hanover, Indiana. Just an absolutely gorgeous day for football here this afternoon as the Lions get set to take their unbeaten record here on the road to take on the Hanover Panthers. Well, we are back after a week off. Logistics just did not allow us to do last week's ball game, and we are set for this one, though. These last four weeks are going to be the toughest of the year for the Lions heading into the last month of, or I should say the last couple of weeks of October and into November. Chuck Murray alongside with us here this afternoon. And Chuck, as always, when you look at this team, you were at the game last week in which the Lions really took control of the thing right away and blasted Anderson 59-3. Yeah, we start out really, really well. One of them games where you feel like it's probably going to be that type of score. But on the other hand, you want to make sure your guys are ready to play, take everybody serious, and we took care of business pretty much right away. And they did that, and that was a good thing because that score prompted the Lions into the top 25 of the AFCA Division III college football rankings this week, Chuck. And that's the first time in a long time, as anybody can remember, that they have ended up in the top 25. It's a very nice honor for the program. I know a couple of the scores uh, the weeks before maybe were a little misleading. We had big leads at half and maybe... Some of the second teamers didn't maybe hold the score as much as, and, you know, pollsters, they look at that, oh, geez, they only won by this amount against this team or this amount against that time. But but clearly last week was a, a pounding, and, uh, you know, look forward to today. This is, like you say, this is, a, you know, right down the stretch here, and at Hanover is going to be a really difficult game. They are ranked 24th in the country, and, of course, the, the top three teams coming into this afternoon's ball game uh, in the top 25 College football rankings, North Central out of Illinois, Mount Union, of course, out of, of course. Alliance, Ohio. They have their ranked second. And Wisconsin-Whitewater right there, number three. My allegiance to Wisconsin-Whitewater, my best friend in high school, dated a girl from Wisconsin-Whitewater years and years ago. All right, there's your connection. There's the connection so if, to if, Whitewater. So if we happen to not get all the way to the championship game, you got a rooting interest there. He did not marry her. He's still married <laughs> to the girl that he, he proposed okay. to, but nonetheless, she was from Wisconsin-Whitewater. Okay. Well, with that win last week over Anderson, the Lions are now on top of the league and listen to these categories. Scoring offense at 46 points a game. Total offense, 511 yards per game. Total defense, 334 yards a game giving up. 
Rushing offense, 204.8 yards per game. Rushing defense, 144.5 yards per game. Passing offense at 305. Passing efficiency and red zone offense efficiency at 85%. Chuck, Cincinnati's had the big red machine. Could you call this the big blue machine? You know, again, statistically, we look really good. And actually, you know, if you wanted to, they could probably even have better ones. If that, you know, we're winning games by halftime in a lot of these games, and a lot of the starters are being pulled. But yeah, the statistics are nice and everything. But as we know, the biggest statistic is six wins, no losses at this point. Yep. And when you look at this, the six and zero record, they're three and zero in the Heartland Conference. Hanover also three and zero in the Heartland Conference. Well, last week the Lions dominated on defense. Over the last two games, Chuck, defensive end Noah Hammond has led the way with nine sacks. I started out my interview with him by saying, you know, that's not padded either because I thought he had nine against Defiance two weeks ago. Yeah, he's been all over the field. He's been a wrecking crew, been a great leader on defense, and he's making plays all over the field. He's He's been big for us. Hammond, as I said, nine sacks over the last two games, and we had a chance to talk to him yesterday. Noah, as you head into this afternoon's game with Hanover, first of all, nine sacks in the last two games. That's not padded either because I thought you had nine sacks two weeks ago, but nonetheless, what do you attribute what's been going on with you over the last couple, three weeks? You know, it's uh, it's been a process, but I've uh, I've, I've remained, remained focused throughout this uh, this semester with school and uh, football. And, you know, this this team's got my back. I've got its back. So uh, as, as long as I got my guys on my back, I, that's what keeps me motivated, motivated and what's keep me focused throughout this semester. So, you know, standing here next to you, I know you're six four. I could tell that two fifteen. I know that might be a little less, but still, do you use your your? I mean, you're rather small for a defensive end. I mean, let's be honest. Do you use that to your advantage somehow? Actually, uh, two forty. So okay. two forty. I'm, I'm up there a little bit, but um, you know. One the one one of the greatest weapons a D line has is his long arms, so I, I use those to my advantage every play I get. If I get extension on you, it's pretty much over for you as far as what you can do to me. So if I get my arms on you, it's it's over. You know, players will always say that there's a time that they can remember where just everything clicked. Has that hit for you yet? It has. You know, over these past years, I, I feel it's it's kind of been difficult for me to get my rhythm. I've overthink something or coaches have put stuff into mind where I have to focus on that more but this year I feel like I feel like I know the playbook like the back of my hand and I'm able to recognize offensive patterns better than I have these past four years I've been here at the Mount. You ever seen anything like you and Brophy at the end? I don't I don't think I have. You know when you look at you two when you go up to the line of scrimmage what is it that you're looking for what's your main responsibility? Uh, I'm looking as far as uh, where the running backs at Depends on what type of play we were running at that time. If we're in a blitz, uh, I like to look at the offensive lineman's eyes because I feel like if you look into the offensive lineman, he'll tell you a lot of what he's going to do based off of his eyes. What do you know basically about Hanover coming into today? Uh, all I know is they're one of the best programs we've had competition with in the HGAC. And as far as relations, I don't. I, they're up there with who we want to compete with every single year because we know they're a good program. Noah, you had the opportunity to walk away from this program a year ago, but you had one year of eligibility left and you came back. What went through your mind thinking through that process? You know, I was in the gym doing cardio and I thought to myself, what's life without football? Um, If I have one more year to play the greatest game on the earth, I thought, why not use it to my 
to my advantage and come back and help try to win this team a conference championship out, outright. Do you remember when you first gained a love for this game? Um, I think it was a it was a Sunday morning Pee Wee League game, and I had gotten football and wrestling mixed up, and I uh, tackled the running back I think three or four times in the same play because I thought it was wrestling, and I had my mom down my back yelling at me. So I think that's when it really kicked in that I, I think I like football more than I did any other any other thing. Noah, what are you majoring in? Uh, I'm a nursing major right now. You know, you're on you're on uh, course to graduate. I am, yeah, in the BSM program. Hopefully, get a job somewhere in an ICU or an ER. Good for you. Good luck today. Thank you, sir. Chuck, I'll tell you what. It, it is hard to walk away from a sport when you know you still have it left in the gas tank. Yeah, that's actually, you know, Noah's been on fire this year. But, yeah, there's a lot of our guys that, boy, with that extra year of eligibility, they're like, hey, I want to use it because, you know, once it's over, you never get that opportunity to come back. So thrilled for Noah, thrilled for all our guys that are in graduate school and using the extra year and getting that that master's, or in his case, a, a nursing degree. Noah Hammond is first in the league in sacks with those nine. And if the defense plays this way over the next three games, Chuck, look out because Declan Brophy is third in the league with five and a half sacks. Again, I, I think, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier. You know, Hanover's a step up in competition. So it's what we've been seeing the last three weeks against, with all due respect, some of the weaker teams in the league, or are we going to be able to step up and play like that against one of the better teams? So I guess we'll find out in about two and a half hours. And we will try to do that coming up here this afternoon. Of course, overall, in the past two games, the first team defense has not allowed a point to be scored. Individually, the Lions, Cornell Beecham, 288 yards away from 1,000 this year. You know, it's funny when people ask me, hey, what kind of team you have and how are we doing this? And I say, Cornell Beecham. I said, he's a difference maker. He's a, almost a once-in-a-lifetime player at a program like this. So while we got him, let's take advantage of him and let's use him. And again, I say, Bengals, what, what does a tryout hurt? Well, it might happen. You never know. <laughs> you never know. And Taylor is second in the league in passing. Austin Brock, fifth in receiving in the league with 14 catches and two for touchdowns. When we come back, we're about 19 minutes away from the kickoff here in Hanover, Indiana, on a bright, sunshiny Saturday afternoon. Chuck Murray and I will be back to tell you about the Hanover Panthers when we return right after this. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division Three champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a Lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, right back here in Hanover, Indiana. We are located outside again here this afternoon, but really it doesn't matter. This is just a gorgeous facility with the track around it. Of course, the turf football field that is adorned very, very well over here at Hanover. They do a nice job. Boy, a lot of tailgaters over on the far side, Chuck, that we can see from here. 
I came up here a couple years ago, and they, uh, you know, I saw the tailgating experience here for the first time. And if we were ever going to miss a game uh, doing outdoors, it would have been last week, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, Franklin, that's another outstanding facility. And the players actually have to walk through the tailgaters to get to the field. Yeah, I've talked to a few of the players, and they, they really enjoy that. They, they get yelled at and screamed at and cussed at, but they just they think it's great. Yeah, and I'm talking about the visiting team that has to Correct. walk through the home team's uh, tailgaters. Well, Hanover started the season with a tough non-conference schedule. They opened up with center, whom the Lions scrimmaged this year in the last week before the regular season. They lost that game 31-29. to Week 2 saw the Panthers lose at Adrian 33 to nothing, and in week 3 they fell here to Olivet 31-28. Those three teams, Chuck, have a combined record of 14 and 5 heading into today. Into comparison, the Lions non-conference teams of Hope, Baldwin-Wallace and Alfred have combined for a record of 9 and 10. I know when the season started, we felt like our first three games, especially Hope and Baldwin-Wallace, are, are going to be really good. And I know Baldwin-Wallace is now. I think they're 4-2 and two on the year. Hope struggled a little bit, and Alfred struggled a little bit. You know, Hanover, we talked earlier, too, also about how the league struggled in non-conference except us. We had three wins, I think. Manchester had the other. But, you know, their strength of schedule was really, really difficult. And two of their losses were looked like kind of nail-biters. Hey, by the way, a couple of coaching uh, items here to bring up here right here in the pregame show first of all jim hilbert won his 100th game in his career at baldwin wallace last week and anderson has changed coaches after last week's debacle yeah congratulations to jim uh, as we said uh, you know a few weeks earlier the former uh, mount assistant coach and uh, yeah anderson yeah we don't know exactly how that unfolded but their webpage basically said this week they've decided to make a change in leadership so uh yeah, boy, it's been a struggle for them the last few years. Since that 0-3 start, the Panthers have beaten Defiance 37-20, Bluffton 63-21, and Manchester last week 51-20. I know as announcers for the Mount, we like to tout uh, Josh Taylor every week as one of the top quarterbacks in the conference, but I'll tell you what, Hanover has got this guy named Matt Weimer that's been a three-year starter, a championship quarterback, and he is throwing the ball at a 76% clip in, con- in completions this year, he is one outstanding QB for the Panthers. Yeah, he's thrown for 1,563 yards. He's got 13 TDs, seven interceptions. You know, that's why we talked, you know, Noah in the pregame. We're going to have to get after him today because if he has time, it looks like he's going he's gonna to hit some people. Yep. Now, on the ground, sophomore Austin Oppel of Brandenburg, Kentucky, turned in an impressive day a week ago. He had 109 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Oppel capped an additional 14-play, 71-yard drive with a four-yard scamper. Now, Weimer, as we said, second in the league in passing with a rating of 162.9. Taylor's at 179.2. Weimer has also thrown for 872 yards inside the conference alone, seven touchdowns. He's got just one interception, and he's completed 75% of his passes. Plus, he knows how to win. He knows the offense. That's the thing that bothers head coach Tyler Hopperton the most coming into today. Well, again, we're talking about, you know, league schedules so far. And, like, we don't know how good our defense really is. We're going to find out today. And they're probably going to find out how good their offense is today against our defense. So, because both teams have played, again, with all due respect, maybe some of the weaker teams in the conference so far. And, you know, Chuck, we talked about this on the way up. You know, one of the things is, is that in the beginning of the year, we were talking about the Mount's defense and is it good? Is it bad? Have we just seen good running backs? But after, you know, taking a week off and looking back, stepping back and taking a look at the Mount's defense, 
They're at the top of the league in defense. It, is it a down year for defense this year in the Heartland? Well, I, I again, I think it's a combination of, of the teams we've played. Uh, you know, they haven't been off, uh, offensive juggernauts. So, again, I think you really can't judge that until you get to the end of the season. And, uh, you know, we're hoping we're number one at the end of the season. That's the main thing. And that's what we'll try to do here today. Now, Apple, overall, 81 carries, 402 yards, seven touchdowns. He's averaging just under seven yards a carry in conference play, 97 yards a game. The guy to watch at, watch for receiving-wise, is Hunter Eads. Eads leads them in catching with 15 catches, 276 yards, and four TDs. And he's only played four games this year. And defensively, Hanover, third in the league in defense, led by Devontae Hardeman with two and a half sacks. Free safety Brody Luker, though, has 40 tackles and three interceptions. He will be all over the place. He's a definition of a free safety. Yeah, he sounds like he's all over the place. And, uh, you know, if he's making all those tackles, he's probably cheating a little bit from the line of scrimmage at times. So, uh... Hopefully, maybe we can hit him with a little play-action pass and uh, beat them deep. Well, the last time these two teams met was last year, November 6th, and it was over at Schuler Field. The Lions came away with the victory. They have won seven of their last eight games. Matt Theobald in his seventh year as head coach of the Panthers. 36 wins, 27 losses overall, 29-12 and 12 in the Heartland. He took over at the start of the 2016 season. And Tyler Hopperton in his sixth year as head coach of the Lions. 38 wins, 14 defeats, and inside the Heartland, he is 30-9. and When we come back, we'll preview more of this one right after this short timeout. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's Organizational Leadership Program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray right back here at Alumni Stadium in Hanover, Indiana. A couple of items from the Mount. Uh, the Athletic Hall of Fame will have their induction ceremonies next Friday night. The reception begins at 545 $30 for a ticket, Chuck. You're going to be inducting one of them. Yeah, one of my former players, Mike Crone, class of 2002. Uh, a great player. I'm really looking forward to it. We've, I've inducted two others, and, you know, not to be, uh, you know, I, maybe I'm a little bit, uh, you know, prejudiced towards baseball, but well, I think we got another seven or eight that are ready to get in here at some point, too. Also, Junior Libero from Mount St. Joseph last night, Erin Androne, reached 1,000 career digs. Big evening for her. Yeah, she did great at Brooke Osalagi. The, the, the game before it got 1,000 kills. So the volleyball team is doing some really good things. They're tied for first. A big showdown with Transylvania at Transylvania on Wednesday night. Top 25 college football this afternoon. Ohio State is beating Iowa in the third quarter. 16-6 to in that ballgame. Iowa's got one of the best defenses in the country. Yeah, you, you told me that off air. I didn't realize their defense was that good because Ohio State's offense is explosive. So, And I think, you know, they were a 30-point favorite. Yeah. So they figured they'd score on them. So uh, hopefully they can uh, hold it off. And I think UC was winning 17-0 if the last time I checked. Heading into the third quarter in that one. Last week in the Hartley Conference, Franklin defeated Defiance 48-19. to It was Rose over Bluffton 48-20. to And as we told you, Hanover over defeated Manchester 51 to 20 in their game. Today, 
Bluffton is at Manchester. Anderson at Defiance, and Franklin will be at Rose. We're about 10 minutes away from the kickoff of this afternoon's ball game between Hanover and the Mount. When we come back, we'll talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton and find out what he thinks about the defenses around the Heartland Conference this year, and we'll do that right after this timeout. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Chuck, we're coming down to the end of the season. Are you having fun? Oh, it's been a great time. It's always fun when you win, though. You know, if we were 0-6, I might not have the same answer. Well, Hanover, 3-3. Three and three. They're 3-0 three and oh in the Heartland Conference. They're 1-2 and two here at home and 2-1 and one on the road. Matt Theobald has got Adam Gonzaga as his defensive coordinator and Matt Brown as his offensive coordinator. They're accumulating just over 416 yards in total offense a game, 139 yards on the ground, 277 in the air. However, on defense, they have trouble. They're giving up 361 yards per game, just over five yards per play, which leads us to the discussion, has the defenses around the league really taken a downturn around the Heartland Conference? And that, that's an interesting question that I guess we'll wait until the last four weeks of the season to try to answer. Next week, Hanover will be at Anderson. Then they'll be here for Rose, and they'll end up the season at Franklin. They're averaging 34.7 points per game, giving up 26 for a differential of plus 8.3. For the Lions, 6-0, 3-0 in Hartley Conference play. They are 3-0 on the road under head coach Tyler Hopperton. They will be playing Bluffton next week at Schuler Field in a 1.30 kickoff. Then they go to Franklin in two weeks, and Rose Hallman will be at Schuler Field to round out the regular season. This team is off to their best start in years, but they've got a long way to go, and we talked with head coach Tyler Hopperton about that. Hop, I almost got to say that I missed you last week, but nonetheless, we're ready for to get, get it on here this afternoon with Hanover. And when you look at this over the last couple of weeks, is this team right now where you're at standing today where you want it to be? The, the short answer is no. Um, obviously, we're 6-0. and There are a lot of things to be happy about. Um, we're doing a lot of things well. But, you know, every day we talk to these guys about, to me, a capability gap. What we're capable of and what it is we're doing. Where even though we're still performing at a pretty good level and ultimately winning games, we're still capable of more. I know the girls' softball team, they got all excited the first time they got nationally ranked. What about you? Did this team kind of get excited now that they see their 24th in the country? Yeah, and I'm like the fun police. You know, all the coaches come out to, you know, you shouldn't be satisfied. And that, but ultimately, that's what we're trying to do, right? I mean, we're, we're trying to win every game we play, and um, we've done that so far and starting to get some recognition, which is great. Um, but, you know, rankings don't win games. And if anything, too, you know, we've kind of been a, an underdog-type team mm-hmm. and mindset. So it kind of switches that and stuff a little bit. We're not sneaking up on anybody in the conference or anything like that. Um, but ultimately, you know, that's what you work for is, is for some outside recognition. So the guys have had fun with it and I think have handled it well so far. Well, I'll just keep it under the hat and just keep going every game. These last four are going to be a bear, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, the way the conference schedule worked out and, you know, um, it won't be, you know, after today's game, but, you know, 
four undefeated teams in the conference and they all square off today. So it'd be some shifting today and, um, you know, see all of them here in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, during the first part of the season, Hop, we talked about the defense and what was going on with it, what they were doing wrong, what they were doing right. But then you look at the stat, the standings, like I did last week being off, and everybody is below us as far as defense is concerned. Is this just a low point this year in the conference as far as defense is concerned? Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely will see. I mean, obviously, you know, we play the you know, the preseason one through five teams play in the next four weeks, so I have a better idea then. Um, you know, at least in terms of our defense, you know, talking about the capability gap before – I think earlier in the season, you have some new guys to the defense and stuff like that, and ultimately just weren't performing to where we felt like we were capable of, and we're slowly getting there. Um, you know, obviously, I, you know, our, our varsity, our starting defense hasn't given up a touchdown in the last two weeks. You know, I think they're starting to kind of hone in and, and that sort of thing, but, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the, we've had 50-whatever points each of the last three weeks, so it's definitely not a strong defensive set. But, again, we some of the stronger defensive teams that on our schedule are still yet to come. Noah Hammond has really been a monster the last couple of weeks. What's clicked for him? I think a lot of it is, you know, his style of play is just consistent. So I think he's able to take advantage of if he goes against an offensive line that isn't consistent, that because he presses it and because he's constantly doing his job and, you know, he's ready when there's, you know, if a guy miscues or a guy steps away, a guy, you know, has bad technique, he's going to take advantage of that. Um, you know, he's a crafty veteran at this point. So it's, um, and, and, you know, a lot of the stats haven't followed you know, hitting the last couple years where he's been a big part of our defense now for, you know, three, four years. And, um, you know, now the stats are finally in his corner a little bit compared to years past. I'm going to have you eliminate the mount from this question. Who's got the best home field setting as far as the fans are concerned? Um, to me, it varies. Um, you know, in years past, a, a Franklin home game has been a little crazy. We go there in a couple weeks. Um, you know, Hanover, you know, winning three championships in the last however many years definitely, you know, is a good environment at Hanover and, you know, a nice campus and that sort of thing. Um, you know, Rose Holman, you know, they let their students out on the field. So that always kind of adds, adds an element for our guys to say the least. Um, but, you know, I think today's game of Hanover is going to be a rowdy one. Okay. Now, when you look at Hanover, Matt Weimer, he, excellent quarterback, 72% completion ratio. How do you defend him? Yeah, I mean, they, they have a lot of guys on offense, well, really uh, across the board that have played a lot of football, and especially as a starting quarterback. I mean, he's played a lot of football games mm-hmm. and won a lot of football games. He is a championship quarterback, you know, with, with the same coaching staff for the most part and that sort of thing. So um, I think they, they obviously understand who he is and who their offense is. So I think that really speaks to why, you know, he is a 72%, you know, uh, completion rate quarterback. Um, I, I think they're really honed in on what they're good at, what they're not good at, what his strong suit is. They really understand him after all these years and that sort of thing. So I definitely think that, uh, you know, that definitely presents some issues to us, you know, as a defense playing someone that is consistent, knows who they are and that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, with, with their defense, I mean, their defense is pretty sound too. You know, you talked about defenses and stuff, but they haven't really been gouged this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep it in front of them. They, you know, they make teams work for it and that sort of thing. And that's kind of their approach um, on all three sides of the ball. And they played a tough non-conference schedule their first three games. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at the first three games that they played, you know, they're all winning records and that sort of thing. I mean, they they played... Um, and, and two of them were close games, you know, so they played some tough teams and found, uh, you know, we were able to kind of find ways to win. They weren't, but at the same time, you know, whether you're 6-0 and or 3-3, and three, today it don't matter. Good luck today. Thank you.
Coach Opperton before this afternoon's ball game. Chuck, when you, as a coach, the first time you were ever ranked, if you were ranked as a baseball team, was it exciting? Was it trying to subdue the players? What was it? Well, it was very exciting because we had kind of, you know, just started a program four or five years later, we're ranked. So that was real exciting. But you, you want to temper it, too, by saying, hey, that's great now. What are we going to do to maintain this? We can't just fall off the cliff here. And, uh, you know, even in preseason rankings with the conference, I never, even if I thought we were the best team, I wouldn't vote as first. I didn't want to be voted first. You know, let somebody else have that on them. And then we want to be first at the end of the year, just like these guys. They want to be ranked at the end of the year. But it's a nice honor. Uh, Lions are averaging 35.7 points per ball game, and they're giving up 31 on the season, a differential of 4.7. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. Kickoff is coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Welcome back to Alumni Field, Perry, or Alumni Stadium, Perry Field, excuse me. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. Lions are going to be receiving the kickoff here this afternoon. They'll be going from north to south, left to right on your computer and radio dials here this afternoon. It is Donaworth back set to return with Beecham. And kicking it off will be Johan Kamingo, the sophomore. Dave, I'm sorry, Dave. Hanover will have the win in the first quarter. It'll be at their backs. Kamingo approaches the football. The kickoff is underway, and it's going to be taken in by Donaworth in the end zone, and he's going to just stop at the goal line, and it'll be a touchback. Boy, he came close to hitting that goal line. I was like, hey, stay in there, and, you know, we'll take the ball in the 25. No harm. Josh Taylor will start out the ball game at quarterback, a rating of 176.46. He is completing 64% of his passes on the year. Lions in their road white jerseys this afternoon with gold pants, blue numerals, gold trim, and the white helmets. Hanover in their all-blue uniforms with red trim, white numerals, and the white helmets. They go with a stack 4-3-4 defense. Out of this pistol, handoff goes to Beecham off the left side. He'll take it across the 25 and out to the 28-yard line for a gain of three. And it'll bring up second down seven. Yeah, we haven't seen a heavy dose of Cornell yet this year. I'm thinking we might get that today. Well, we told you in the pregame show he's 288 yards away from 1,000 on the year. And he could literally get that in one Saturday. Doubtful here today against this Hanover defense, but you never know. Second down, seven, again out of the pistol. Rolling out to the right is Taylor. Slips. He's going to throw the ball deep as he got hit. He's got Brock out in the open, and it is incomplete, and a flag is going to be thrown against the defensive back for Hanover on the play, and that is going to be against Cody Horner. Yeah, Austin had his guy beat, and, you know, Josh throwing against the win. It was underthrown just a tad. And the Hanover DB reached back and grabbed him. That'll be 15 yards. Check that. That was Justin Williamson, who has got number zero this afternoon. He was given to us as number 15. It'll be a 15-yard penalty. And it'll give the Lions a first down and take it out to the 43-yard line. Lions still in their own territory. 
Yeah, Hanover fans don't like that, but it was the correct call. Brock is going to come out wide to the right-hand side. Jake Ayler in slot right. Two receivers out wide to the left-hand side for the Lions. Taylor in the pistol with Beecham to his left. He's going to look over the middle, throw it over the middle, complete on the play to Ayler. Ayler with the catch out near midfield. He's at the 49-yard line after a gain of seven on that catch by Ayler, his ninth of the year. Yeah, just a quick slant over the middle, six-yard gain, almost seven. Second and short. Coming out to the right side is Joey Newton. Brock slot left, now trips out to the right side for the Lions. Ball in the center of the field, just a yard shy of midfield. Out of the pistol again, handoff to Beecham. Around the left side, got stacked up at the line, but takes it across midfield, down to about the 48-yard line. He'll pick up two, and it'll bring up third and short. Yeah, third and, as you say, short two, long one. I will say this about Hanover. They had the best pregame music that we have had in a long time. Amen to that. I actually could listen to it. Of course, we're getting into the Halloween season, and now they've got the Halloween sounds <laughs> coming out. Pistol formation again for the Lions on third in the yard in this big game. Both teams are 3-0 and in the conference, tied for first. And Taylor is going to keep it off the left side. He's got the first down to the 40, 35, 30. Cuts to the left-hand side, 20. And he'll finally be brought down inside the 20 at about the 26-yard line by Cody Horner, the cornerback, a senior. That looked like a New Orleans Saints play with Mason Hill. Just line up quarterback power, hit the hole, big gain, first down for the Lions. And that's a gain of about 22 yards on the carry by Taylor. And it's first down. For the Lions inside the red zone. In the red zone this year, they have been outstanding. Dropping back Taylor. Looking upfield. He's going to throw it into the end zone. He's got Brock in the corner of the end zone, but it is incomplete. He overthrew him. Williamson giving some coverage, but he was double covered back in that back yeah, corner. Yeah, he was definitely double covered there, Dave. I, I, yeah, He would have had to make an absolute perfect throw. It would have been an absolute dime to get that in there. Brock now is going to come out of the game as he is jogging across the field. I don't know if there's anything wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, maybe just to catch his breath. Yeah. But it took him a while to get from one side of the field to the other, and now the Lions will approach the line of scrimmage with 12.35 left to go in the first quarter. No score. Moving in motion is Beecham to the left, ah. and a flag is going to be thrown, and the Lions moved on the All offensive start. line. So the Lions hit with the Movement penalty. So, instead of first down and 10, it'll be, or second down and 10, excuse me, it'll be second down and 15 back to the 22. Overcast skies here today, but. Yeah, kind of mostly cloudy. They're yeah. saying maybe partly cloudy at some point. No rain in the forecast, though. That's good. Yeah. Dropping back Taylor on second and 15. Looks upfield, good protection. Now rolls out to the left, gets a block. Out near the far side, he's going to tuck it under and run out of bounds inside the 20 near the 19. Yeah, as you said, Dave, great protection. Just nobody open, and you know, he did the right thing. Picked up a few yards, and still third and long, though. Well, the strength of this Hanover defense is definitely their secondary, Chuck. Yeah. Their linebackers are known to be a little weak, and their defensive line has only accumulated about seven sacks this year. Yeah, we had really good protection there, but yeah, their secondary is good. Uh, they got, they've had some interceptions. So third and long here. 
Into the lineup now for the Lions is Hunley. Hunley out wide to the right. Looking things over is Taylor. Drops back on third and 12. Now rolls out to the left. Looks upfield. Still plenty of time. Comes back to the right. Gets another good block. He's got plenty of time. Looking into the end zone. He's just going to tuck it under. Run it inside the 15. He'll be out of bounds at the 13-yard line. He'll still be shy of the first down, but he gained eight yards on that carry, and it'll take it to the 13 and bring up fourth down and about seven, and the Lions will send in Kyle Farfsing in the field goal unit. Yeah, a little bit more manageable field goal here. This will be on the right hash. So coming in will be Farfsing. Farfsing, two for three in field goals this year. This one will be spotted at the 20. Murray the holder. Happy birthday to the twins today, by the way. Farsing on the near hash mark. Low, low spot. Ball got blocked, and Hanover is going to pick it up inside the 20-yard line and down it at the 16. Yeah, it was a really bad snap. It looked like if he would have followed through, it looked like Patrick got it down, but I think Kyle felt he couldn't get it off. And Actually, we're lucky. That thing, I could see that bouncing up and them running back for 80-yard touchdown. So, boy, to drive down there and come up empty. So now for Hanover, they'll start out with Matt Weimer at quarterback. He's got a 158.82 ranking this year, 13 touchdowns on the season. He's 148 for 203 for 75% on the year. 6'2", 180-pound senior number one. He's got Austin Oppel right behind him in the pistol. Coming out to the left-hand side, lining up at a tight end is V.J. Anthony. Dropping back Weimer out of the pistol. Looks over to the right-hand side, complete on the play, and it is caught by Hunter Eads, their leading receiver. He takes it outside the 30 to the 31-yard line, a gain of 16 and a first down. Yeah, just a little swing pass. He, he beat him one-on-one and got some separation. First down, Hanover. Routabush comes out wide to the left-hand side. Now Anthony will move in motion to the right-hand side and set up tight end right. Dropping back, throwing out to the right uh, to Oppel. Oppel catches it at the 30, to the 35, out to the 40, and he's going to be bounced out of bounds by Mason Owens near the 40-yard line. Yeah, Dave, they're going to hurry up. That is a gain of nine on the play, second down and a yard. Again, hurry up offense. Matt Weimer, they can do that. He's a three-year starter. Handoff up the middle goes to Oppel. Oppel's got the first down, but he'll be brought down inside there by Mason Owens inside the outside the 40, about at the 43. Nate Owens, excuse me with that tackle. 10-43, no score. Lions squandered their first possession. Anthony moving in motion to the right. Now back to the near side. Handoff goes to Oppel around the left-hand side. Has a hole outside the 45 to the 50 into Lions territory right at the 50-yard line. They'll spot it just across. Yeah, Nate Owens made the tackle there. They're moving the ball pretty much at will here. We've had some slow starts on defense in the past. Both teams 3-0. Hanover moving the football. Second down, three yards to go. And a shovel pass going off the right-hand side to Jalen Peck. Peck, there's a flag down yeah, on the play. That's a hold on number nine. And Peck is going to cut it to the 25-20. He's going to take it down to the five. He'll take it into the house for the score. But as we said, there's flags down near midfield. And as Chuck saw, there's got to be a hold back there. Yeah, hold on number nine. It was pretty obvious. That would be Mason Williams, one of their wideouts. They like to go with 
four receivers. Not Very rarely do they go with a tight end, but today they've gone with V.J. Anthony on most every play. Right at midfield, the official holding everybody in suspense. And Chuck called it, number nine. Eyes like an eagle. <laughs> uh, that was, I thought, pretty obvious, but sometimes the pretty obvious aren't called. But and they're going to still stick with their hurry up here. Well, that'll take it after the 10-yard penalty back to the 40 in Mount Territory, excuse me, in Hanover Territory. Into the game now. Mason Williams will stay in. Radebush is out wide to the left-hand side. They've got trips receivers out to the right. Oppel still in the backfield. Coming in motion to the near side is Steve Livers. Dropping back is Weimer. Throws the screen pass over the middle. Complete on the play. And it is brought down right at the 47-yard line to one of the receivers, Michael Gordon, a freshman out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, we had good pressure, but uh, we, we left the middle uncovered. He was wide open. Gordon will leave the ball game. Mason Williams now checks back in. Eats is out wide right. Third down and five. You got to watch out for him. Him being their leading receiver, Eats, that junior, 5'10, 185 pounds. He's got four touchdown catches in just four games. Anthony's going to move in motion. Now set up tight end right. Dropping back is Weimer. Weimer throws over the middle. He's got a receiver. It is incomplete. Tried to hit the intended receiver. And the crowd screaming for a penalty. That's V.J. Anthony. And, boy, he came up and was hit, I believe, by Austin Price. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're going for the ball. You know, it's a high throw. It's a good hit. And, you know, anytime a guy goes down anymore, everybody wants a flag. It's just it's football. Yeah, Price had his helmet off to the side, hit him in the solar plexus, basically, with his shoulder pads. Yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a good hit. And they're going to punt. So, they'll bring in the punting unit, and that'll be Eric Routabush. Routabush, the receiver, Anthony, storming off the field. We had just enough pressure to get that throw just a little bit off. Cornell Beecham, who had a punt return for a touchdown last week, sets up back at his own 15-yard line. Routabush has been averaging 37 yards a punt, slow snap. Gets the kick away. It's a high spiral. Beecham's going to call a fair catch back inside his 15 at the 12-yard line. We've got no score. 9.03 to go in this first quarter of action here on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew, throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Taylor hands it off to Beecham. Beecham tried to take it up the middle, saw nothing was there, now cuts it out to the left-hand side, and he's going to be stopped up and run out of bounds right near the sticks for no gain. And so far, having a little hard time getting him going, but you know, he's like a, you give him enough touches, he's going to hit a home run. Like a coffee maker, you just keep letting it percolate, pretty soon your coffee pot will be full. There you go. Beecham out of the pistol, behind Taylor, Brock is out slot right, Newton goes out wide to the right-hand side for the Lions. 
their second possession of the day. Second down, 10. Dropping back is Taylor, rolling out to his right. Looks upfield. He's going to be hit behind the line. Lost the football. Back inside the 10. And Hanover, I believe, has jumped on top of it. We'll wait for the signal. Taylor had to reach out after he coughed the football up near the seven-yard line as the officials try to break it free, and it is Hanover football. Not a good turnover for the Lions inside their own red zone. We made a really good stop before, and there's plays you roll out like that. If you don't get rid of it right away, you you only got half the field, and and he had nobody open. He's trying to scramble and make something happen, and just got a little careless with the football. Well, now the Lions... Their defense has to be stout here. There is 8.26 to go in the first quarter, no score. First turnover of the football game. Weimer has got the sophomore Oppel out to his right-hand side. Oppel, seven touchdowns on the year. Takes the handoff around the left-hand side. He's going to be stopped up, brought right down at the five-yard line on Anthony the play. Wright. Anthony Wright coming up and making the tackle. Real nice tackle. Yeah, we got to hold him out of the end zone here be second down goal from the five this time now Hanover taking a little extra time now in between snaps with the ball down inside their red zone they are 17 for 21 this year inside the red zone with 15 of those 17 being touchdowns Weimer again handoff nope handoff faked it into the end zone and it is over the head of the intended receiver, Steve Livers, the junior. Yeah, good coverage by Austin Price. Little play fake. He didn't bite on it. Good coverage. He had to overthrow him. So, big third down right here, Dave. Eads into the ball game. Williams into the ball game now off the bench. Weimer looking over to the sideline to his offensive coordinator, Matt Brown, to pick up the play. Weimer with Oppel in the backfield with it. Routabush comes out to the left-hand side, which is the near side. Now moving in motion and returning and going back to the far side is Peck. And Weimer throws it in the end zone. Complete touchdown Hanover to Radebush just over the goal line. Dave, that's too easy. A slant on the goal line should never, ever, ever work. We got caught in the end zone. Should never, ever work. Radebush with the slant in. Touchdown. Five-yard completion. And it is 6-0. Hanover with... 7.37 7.37 remaining to go in the first quarter. Johan Kaminga, 24 for 27. In extra points, good snap, kick is up, and it is true. 7.37 to go in this first quarter of action. The score now, Hanover 7, Mount St. Joseph nothing on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike, and WishboneTavern.com. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and BearcatStorage.com. Well, Hanover, after the turnover, takes it in from seven yards out, and they lead it now 7-0 with 7.37 to go 
in this first quarter. As you said, Chuck, that completion for the touchdown to Radebush was just too easy. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll tell you what, Hanover, these first, they've hit us in the mouth, so we're going to have to respond here because they look like the, the better team right now by a long shot. So we need to get it together here and fast. Kuminga will kick it off. He is a left-footed kicker. Kuminga from Jefferson, Indiana. He also plays wide receiver. And he'll approach the football. It is a deep, sidewinding kick into the end zone. And the Lions will let it go through the end zone. And they'll take it over at the 20. They had about seven guys offsides on that. Of course, I guess yeah. all the teams do. They just kind of let it go. Well, it speeds the game up. It, it does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, let's make sure we get all these games over with as fast as we can. It's like I was watching the Toronto Cavaliers basketball game the other night. Austin Carr, the Cavaliers announcer, said Toronto is fouling so much the officials just quit calling the calling fouls. Well, that's mm. the way the officials are in football, too. Sometimes they just let quit calling things. Let's let it go. So the Lions down 7 nothing. Taylor, ball resting at the 25. And they'll hand it off. Check hand it off to Beecham. Beecham breaks off outside the 25. Holding flag thrown us. by the side judge. He gained about a yard on the play. Right now we're getting whipped on the line of scrimmage both sides. Lions need to get something going up front. It is a flag and a holding penalty. That's Sam Martin. Sam Martin, the right tackle. Delvin Sawyers, the right guard, number 65. The center, Danny Mabe, 64. Aiden Stuteville at left guard, 68. Colin Kandra at the left tackle, number 73. And Dave, the offensive line's been really good lately, but again, step up in competition. It's going to be first and 10 back to the 15-yard line. For first and 20, excuse me. Taylor throws out, and he underthrew and bounced it right into the hands of Austin Brock incomplete. And we just need to take a couple breaths, settle down here, and just play some football. We're a little, little tight right now. Well, that'll bring down second and 20. 7.19 to go in the first quarter of action. It is nothing Hanover. Taylor sends Newton out wide right. Alert slot right. He's got receivers out wide on both sides. Brock slot left. Out of the pistol with Beecham to the left. Dropping back Taylor on second and 20. He's going to shovel pass to Beecham. Beecham at the 20. Caught it from behind. Takes it out to the 25. He'll gain about 10, and it'll be third down 10 and manageable. But, boy, what a nice catch by Cornell Beecham as he reached behind him and caught the ball. Yeah, they put some heavy pressure on Josh. He kind of just shoved it out to him, and he made a couple guys miss third and still 10, but we got half of it back there. As the Halloween music comes up. Have you seen Halloween ends yet? Not yet. Yeah. Is it Don't scary? bother. Don't bother. No? Okay. 640. Unless you can see it on TV. Yeah. Then go ahead, but... 6.40 left to go in the first quarter, 7-0. Hanover with the lead. Lions with two receivers out on each side. Dropping back Taylor on third and 10. Now rolls out to the left. He's going to look up field, throw it on the run. He's Wide open. Receiver complete at the 40. That is Brian. Check that. For the Lions, that is going to be... Caden Pollard. Caden Pollard. Yeah, he's Pollard wide open. Pollard stuck into the ball game. 
picked up 16 on the play, and it's a first down inside Hanover territory down to the 44-yard line. That's huge. Second and 20. Looks like they're going to pin us in, and we come out of there with a first down. Big third down conversion. Big, big catch by Pollard. His first of the day. First and 10 for the Lions at the 44 of Hanover. Dropping back Taylor. Looks out into the flat, complete to Brock. Sidesteps the tackler at the 40, takes it inside the 40, and he'll be brought down at the 37-yard line on the play. Tackle made by Jay Fanning. They have got a lot of players today, Chuck, that were not on the 2D plane. <laughs> we're going to go a little hurry up, or at least kind of no huddle here. I mean, across that front line, Hanover is really light which plays into the mounts. Yeah, we should be able to push them around. Yeah, they're about 230 across that front four. Drop it. Taylor hands it off to Beecham. Beecham is going to get hit right at the line of scrimmage, but dive yeah, forward inside the 35. They'll give him to about the 34, and they're going to give him the first down. Yep. Yep, they'll move the sticks. I don't know. Not sure he got to the 34-yard line. It's like they don't measure unless it's the fourth quarter in the last minute. They just say right. first down and go. Keep it moving. Two receivers out wide on each side for the Lions. Beecham still in the backfield on first and ten. Taylor's going to keep it behind a block by Beecham. Takes it down to the 30-yard line. And he'll be stopped right there. Gain of four. And one of the interior linemen, Noah Caswell, who has 20 tackles on the year, has to leave the ballgame because he lost his helmet. That might have been one of those HCAC calls. It looked like he got to the 29, but we're, they're going to spot it on the 30. 4.56 and running left to go in the first quarter. He reached out at the end, but they didn't give it to him, I guess. Lions are down, 7 nothing. Again out of the pistol. Two receivers out on each side. Now moving in motion to the near side is Mariano McKenzie. Dropping back Taylor. Throws it out into the flat. That is complete to Jake Ayler at the 25-yard line. Gain of five. It'll be third down and a short one, Chuck. Yep. Cornell coming back in the game. I would expect either him to get the ball or to Josh run it. Of course, it is probably two-down territory, so you may see him. You know, maybe Coach Coral gambles here a little, goes play fake. I don't know. I'd, I'd play it safe and run and get the first down. Well, you could be in two-down territory here. I think you are. I think you definitely are. The wind's against, and heck, the last field goal we couldn't even get off. Taylor out of the pistol with Beecham. Twelve guys on the field. they got to call timeout. Tight formation, and Hanover will take the timeout. We will also. 3.59 left to go in the first quarter of action. Hanover uses their first timeout to keep from getting a penalty. Your score, it's the Panthers 7, Mount St. Joseph nothing on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Well, Chuck, the Lions have been hit in the mouth a couple of times by Hanover, but they are still down only 7 nothing and moving the football to the 25 with a third and a yard to go. Yeah, as disastrous as this has been, you know, we got a chance to go in and tie it up here. So, again, just got to settle down a little bit, catch your breath. That first quarter for the home team's a lot of emotion. A lot of times you got to try to overcome that. Once you get in the second quarter, now we're, now we're just playing football. That, that first quarter can be very emotional, though, with the home crowd and everything. So, let's stick it in, tie it up, and go from there. First time out by Hanover. They'll have two left. Taylor 
Comes back out onto the field. Pistol formation. They've got the ball on the far hash mark. He's going to keep it around the right side. Gets hit behind the line. I don't think he got even to the 25, Chuck. I mean, no gain at all. I mean, that, that was the power run there, and they just couldn't get the blocking. So I'm, I'm expecting us to go for it. But we got to yep. make this first down. It is fourth and a yard to go, short yard. But they spot it right at the 25. Lions need to get inside the 24. Taylor looks over to the sideline. They're going to go for it here on fourth down. And it's going to be an empty backfield. They're going to move Beecham out to a slot receiver. Newton comes out wide to the right-hand side. Lions with a tight end formation. Trips out to the far side. Fourth and a yard. You would think this would be a running play. Yeah, Taylor's going to so. keep it around the left side. Got he a got good it. block by Beecham to the 20. Dives inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. Gain of seven and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, I would have said, you know, he was going to run the ball there. A fourth and one pass at just a low percentage. What a great block by Beecham coming in from that slot receiver spot and getting that right defensive end. Yeah, good blocking. Nice call by Coach Coral. Same formation now. Beecham in the slot on the left-hand side with two other receivers. First and 10 inside the 18-yard line of Hanover. Powell, the tight end, dropping back. Throw out to the left-hand side to Beecham. Beecham caught it right at the line of scrimmage and struggles to get it to the 16-yard line for a gain of just a couple. Yeah, they couldn't quite get the blocks over there because they had a little advantage, three on two, but Hanover did a nice job. Second down. Eight yards to go. Boy, this is one of the heavyweight games this afternoon in the Heartland. Again, empty backfield, same formation. Beecham out slot left with two other receivers. Now he moves in motion. They're going to give it to him on the sweep. Nope, fake. And keeping it as Taylor around the left-hand side. He'll cut it inside the 10. Dive to the sticks. They're going to mark him out at the 9. He's going to be shy by about a half a yard. Yeah, really nice design. They looked like... Uh, Cornell was going to get the ball. Josh kept it. So it's third and short. Third and short for the Lions. Cam York will stay in the ball game. Now they'll switch up the formation. Beecham is going to line up behind the quarterback, Taylor. Out of the pistol. Hand off to Beecham. And Beecham takes it to about the nine-yard line. Well, he needed to get to the to eight. Him. No. Boy, it's... Gonna it's going to be fourth down. He didn't get a yard. I mean, he's, oh, I think just, I would make, no, they spotted it back. It's probably about a foot. About a half, yeah, about a foot. Foot. Foot to go. And they're going to bring in Kyle Farfsing. Oh, I, I'm, I totally disagree with this. They're going to bring in Farfsing to attempt the field goal. It'll be spotted at the 16. So it'll be a 26-yard attempt by Kyle Farfsing. Here in the first quarter, down 7-0 on fourth in the length of a football. Farson kicks it. It is up, and it is good. 1-16 to go in the first quarter. The Lions are on the scoreboard. Your score, it is Hanover 7, the Lions 3 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Del High Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Del High Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelHighBarbers.com. Chuck, you bring up a good point. The Lions really don't have a quarterback under center play. That's the perfect design for a short-range 
goal to uh, uh, first down attempt for that play. Yeah, I mean, again, coaches, know, they know their team better than me, but, uh, you know, I would have the quarterback under center and just he, he almost can't help it to get four or five inches, that, and that's all they needed. So, you know, thank goodness we made the field goal. We'll move forward, but I, I think that was an opportunity to potentially score a touchdown, and uh, we decided to go for the three, and, and like I said, he made it, so we're on the board. Lions come away with three on the 26-yard field goal by Farsing. Kyle now is three for five in field goal attempts this year. Yeah, the first one was kind of tough. He kind of hesitated. I think if he would have just went through, maybe we get it off, but it wasn't a bad snap. By the way, today is the Murray brothers' birthday. Yeah, how about, I think, Austin Brock also. Austin Brock. So all these graduate guys getting their birthday today. So Farsing will kick it into the wind. He'll tee it up at the 35-yard line. Back set to return for Hanover. Our dual setbacks, but back and taking it in is Cameron Mason. Jai Pension. Pension. Oh, oh. It up, lost the ball. Oh. Out of bounds. Boy, he was hit by Stevenson on the sideline and coughed it up and it went right out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Well, oh, that could have been a big, big break for us. But at least they're starting out on their own 15. And like you said, in a minute 11, we'll flip fields and they'll be going into the wind. And there's one minute, 11 seconds left to go in the first quarter. On a nice, cloudy, sunshiny day. I know that sounds... Yeah, it's kind of the sun peaks in and out. Yeah. Weimer, the quarterback. Handoff goes to Oppel. Oppel right up the middle, found a hole, hit the 20, inside, outside the 20, and out to the 23-yard line. As I mentioned, Dave, they're controlling the line of scrimmage on both sides. And uh, typically, whoever controls the line of scrimmage usually wins the game. So we're going to we're gonna have to start getting some penetration, getting off blocks. Oppel four carries so far, 19 yards in the game, second down eight. He'll drop back. Weimer looking upfield, looking for a screen. He set up a screen complete on the play. Off to Oppel, and Oppel's got the first down outside the 25 to the 29. First catch of the day by Oppel. Boy, this kid is elusive, the sophomore. Oppel, 5'9", 170 pounds. That's his 20th catch of the year. Yeah, he's a good football player. Now they're going empty. Under 30 seconds left to go in this first quarter of action. Weimer out of the shotgun. Looks things over. Drops back, throws it out into the flat, and it is complete right at the line of scrimmage. And dropped down at the 10-yard line is Sam Wierzynski. Yeah, Donaworth came up, made the play along with, with Deshaun Starks. So a short gain here, and they're trying to get one more playoff before the quarter. I don't think they're going to make it. They're not going to make it. Two seconds, one second, that'll do it. That's the end of the first quarter. Hanover took advantage of a turnover, led to the touchdown, and they lead it 7-3 to three at the end of the first period here from Hanover, Indiana, on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine. But that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, 
Screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. 7-3 Hanover on top of it here in Hanover, Indiana. Now they will be going into the wind, although the way that this stadium is situated, you really can't tell what direction the wind is coming from. It's a little different on the field than it is up here. Yeah, well, when you look at the tailgating down there, you can see the wind. I de- we definitely have it. Now, how much, you can argue. Weimer out of the pistol, drops back on second and nine, throws it over the middle, intercepted on the play by Austin Price at the 30, 25, 20. He brings it up the right side and brought down inside the 15 at the 14-yard line. Austin Price with the pick. Absolutely great play. He jumped the route. And, uh, you know, whether it was into the wind or not, that's a big play. So we're first down and what the fourth 14th? interception of the year for Austin Price. Yeah, he missed last week's game, uh, you know, with a little bit of an injury. He's missed some games. Boy, he's big back there. Beecham back in the backfield. Lions with the ball in the red zone at the 14-yard line of Hanover. First and 10. Taylor, the quarterback with Beecham out of the pistol to his left. Receivers out wide on both sides. Dropping back Taylor. Looks upfield. Throws it over the middle. Complete to Beecham. Beecham caught it at the 14. Got pushed back to the 15. And let's see where they mark the ball. It won't be much of a gain because of, well, they're going to spot him, I believe, at the 13. Okay. So got a yard. I'm telling you, they, they almost look like they know what routes were running. We're just not getting open. And our receivers have been open all year, so they're doing an excellent job in the secondary. And as we talked about, their defensive backfield is their strength. Beecham, fourth catch of the day, 14 yards alone. Second down, nine yards to go from the 13 of Hanover. Lions down 7-3. Beecham in motion out of the backfield. Taylor looks over the middle, uh, batted down at the line of scrimmage. He had him. Jake was open, cutting across the middle. He kind of guided it a little bit, and, and you know, nice job defensively. Got up, knocked it away, so we're third and long here. That was Devontae Hardeman, their big left defensive end, 225 senior. Got that big paw up there and knocked it down. Third down, nine yards to go. York and Ayler out to the right. Newton and Brock to the left. Beecham in the backfield to the right. Dropping back Taylor. Looks to the left. Cuts it up the middle. He's going to keep it himself. To the 10. Cuts to the right to the 5. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Lions! That's a heck of a run by Josh. Again, nobody open. They're doing a great job in the secondary. He tucks it under, makes a guy miss around the three-yard line and dives in for the go-ahead score. Lions take the lead 9-7 on that 13-yard scamper by Josh Taylor. That was big, Dave, because we don't, you know, we get a big turnover. We don't want to have to settle for a field goal attempt. The taking in is big. Farsing will come in and attempt the extra point. Murray will hold. Lions first lead of the afternoon. That is a bad snap, but Murray got it down, and Farsing drilled it right through the uprights. 14 minutes to go in the first half. Your score now, it's the Mount 10 and Hanover 7 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. 
Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. And you are listening to Mount St. Joseph University football on WDTZ FM 98.1 and UltimateSportsTalk.com here this afternoon. This game, of course, being televised on the Indiana Sports Network, so doing our public service. Turn on the video, turn down the audio, and bring us up. Yeah, we're waiting here, a little TV timeout here, I guess. Fourteen minutes left to go in the half. At halftime, we're going to have an interview between Dan Horde and Solomon Wilcox. Dan Horde, very professional broadcaster. Solomon Wilcox, a former yeah. Bengal. Yeah, he was on CBS for a long time as a uh, yeah. color guy. Now he's got his own podcast and talking about the Bengals game tomorrow afternoon against the Falcons. Back set to return will be Eads and Williams and Farfsing will kick it off with the wind to his back. Good kick. Yep. And it'll be through the end zone for a touchback. And Dave, to be fair, we were offsides that time too. So it's just they're just letting it go. They figure it's kicked in the end zone. No harm, no foul. How long do you think it'll be before college football adopts the professional level kickoff where everybody starts on the line of scrimmage and you don't go until it's kicked? I'm surprised they haven't actually already. Ball will be at the 25 after the touchback. First and 10 for Hanover. And they've got Oppel back in the ballgame. His backup is Malachi Parks, but we have not seen him today. Eads comes out wide to the right-hand side. Williams is slot right. Dropping back, handoff goes to Oppel, right off of the right tackle. Takes it across the 25, out to the 29 for a gain of four. Public service announcement here, the college basketball season. Practices have begun. Yep, men's and women's team have been going at it hard. Men's will start on November the 8th, that's a Tuesday night. Women start that day too also. At Wabash, we'll be bringing you that game. And a fake handoff. Weimer's going to keep it around the left-hand side. Takes it outside the 30, out to the 39-yard line, and that'll be a first down after a gain of seven. Wabash is always in the mix for a national championship. Yeah, they we, heck of a game with them last year in the Heritage Center. I think it was like, what, in yep. the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe Two like years ago over in Wabash, it was a good game. The Lions are really looking promising this year on basketball. First down, 10 yards to go from the 39, dropping back Weimer. Heavy rush, throws out into the flat. It is complete to Eads, but he's going to be brought down right there on a nice tackle on the play. Yeah, by Starks. Starks, boy, he went for the knockdown, couldn't get it. Eads caught the ball, but he grabbed him right by the ankle and brought him down immediately out at the 50. So a gain of around 12, and it's a first down for Hanover. And Hanover on the move here. 12.50 and running left to go in this first half. Weimer so far today, 7 for 10 for 55 yards. Dropping back Weimer, running the option. There you now go. he's going to be hit and dropped back at the 49-yard line. The Lions with a great defensive play by Chandler Rutherford. Yeah, he, was, he read that play. He was looking to possibly pitch it. He couldn't. And uh, about a two-yard loss. Rutherford out of Milan High School. Sophomore, 5'10", 270 pounds. 
But when I was standing next to Noah Hammond yesterday, he felt small. <laughs> He's a big dude. He is. Second down, 11 yards to go. They lost a yard. Weimer drops back, looks upfield. No rush at all, throws it into the flat. It is complete on the play to the 40-yard line to the 39, and that was caught by V.J. Anthony. Boy, I'll tell you what, they're going to give him the first down to the 39, but he caught that ball, Chuck, at about the 42, and it looked like he had his knee on the it ground. It did. It, no instant replay. Again, we're wide open in the middle, though. We're just losing our coverage there. So it'll be first down and 10. Handoff goes to the running back, Oppel. Oppel off the left side, inside the 35-yard line. Down to the 34. That's a gain of five. Got half of it. Second down, five yards to go. Anthony right on the tackle. I'll tell you, when our DBs, are, and uh, we got to get more production out of the D-line here. 11-26 and running. Left to go in this first half of action. Lions lead it by three, 10-7. Weimer, the quarterback. Long snap, bad snap, but he got it. Weimer throws over the middle, complete on the play. Nice catch by Mason Williams. Williams has got the first down, seven yards on the completion. Brought down at the 27-yard line by Nate Owens and Devin Donaworth, and it's a first down for the Panthers. Yeah, we got a little pressure that time. He kind of threw off his back foot, but again, he, he created separation. Pretty easy throw. Into the ball game now. At wide receiver is Michael Gordon. Gordon's got a catch. They've got trips out to the near side here. Ball on the far hash mark. Oppel got the handoff, got there hit behind go. the line, and dropped for a two-yard loss back to the 29. Yeah, Noah Hammond in there. Great play Anthony by Wright. Noah. Yeah, Anthony Wright came in cleaned up after Noah. So there's that negative play. Now we got him in second and long. Last time we had him in a second and long situation, Chuck, they came up came up with an interception. Yeah, let's hope that continues. But we got to cover up that middle. 10-24 left in the first half. Lions lead it by three. Second down 12. Weimer drops back out of the shotgun. Looks upfield up oh the boy. right side. It, it is going to be intercepted by Deshaun Sparks in the end zone it. and then he dropped the ball as he hit the field. Well, he was wide open. Thank goodness the wind knocked it down. He had he had us beat by five yards but the wind knocked down. Should have been really an easy interception. But what do they say? Uh, there's a reason why he's playing defensive back. That's right. You got uh, you got to catch that ball. That's a killer. Went up high, caught it at its apex, but then when he came down and hit the field, he coughed it up. All right, third and long, probably two down there. They're not going to try a long field goal into the wind on this. So probably you would two down territory. Kuminga is just two for four in field goals this year. Third and twelve, Blitz. from the thirty, throw over the middle, okay. complete on you the play, dropped then drop. Yep. Donaworth got the hit. He still upset himself, Star. I mean, you know, he's. He knows he had it, so they're going to line up probably go for it again. Or Check well. that. That was Brophy that made the hit on the play against Eads, and he coughed up the football, so it's fourth down. All right, big fourth down play here. Yeah, they're in no man's land, too far for a field goal, too short to punt. So Ball's at the 29 of the mount. We want to get off the field here. Yep, fourth down 12. Eads is out wide to the right. Williams comes out slot right. Big play here for the Lions. Moving in motion to the near side is Radebush. Now dropping back Weimer. Too much Weimer, time. good protection. Too much time. Rolls out to the right. 
Now he's going to pick up some running to the 30, to the 25-20. He's got the first down and brought down at the 13-yard line. Yeah, when we rushed, we got out of our lanes, and that opened up that big hole there. you got to stay disciplined in your lane. 16 yards on the rush, and Weimer picks up the first down, and 10 at the Lions, 13. Yeah, it was all green in front of him. You got to stay disciplined, Dave. Weimer has got Oppel off to his left. Receivers out wide on both sides. Hand off to Oppel. Oppel gets hit at the line, spins forward for a yard. Well, maybe no gain. They're going to give him no gain right at the 13 yard line. Yeah. Second and 10. Anthony Wright again in on the tackle. He's been all over the field today. Lions. Well, I'm sorry, that dropped interception is looking big right now. Yeah. They've already got one interception, should have had two, but yeah. hey, when he hit the field, he just coughed up the football. Yep. Nine minutes and running left to go in the first half. Now moving in motion to the near side is Anthony. Now handoff to Oppel around the left-hand side. Has it to the 10, found a hole to the 5. Still struggling, and he's going to be dropped out of bounds near the 5-yard line, just inside the 5. So a gain of about 9, and it's third down and a short yard. Yeah, just a power run to the left, and they're pushing us back, and uh, he just followed his blockers. Gabe Van Warmer now is coming in at the tight end position. He's a 5'11", 210-pound sophomore for Hanover. Routabush comes out wide to the right-hand side. Livers goes slot right. Quarterback is Weimer. He's got Oppel off to his right. They've got a tight end on the left side. That's Van Warmer, but that's it on the left side. Dropping back, Weimer hands it off to Oppel. Oppel's got no gain on the third down play on a great play defensively by the Lions. Yeah, Nate Owens. Nate really Owens. Good play. Fourth down. They might have actually lost a little bit. Lost about a half yard, Chuck. Back to the ten, the five. Well, we kicked the field in this situation, but I, I, if I'm them, and I, I think they're going to go for it. They are going to go for it. It's going to be fourth down and a two. I guess you could call one it yard. a short term. Yeah, maybe one and a half. It's a long yard. Yeah. Seven forty-five and running. Boy, big play here. Routabush goes out wide right. You'd think it's going to be a running play on fourth and a short two. They're stacking the box. Lions are expecting the run. Fake handoff. Weimer's going to keep it around the right side. He's going to take it in for the score. We bet. We bet. Had the Lions completely faked out, expecting the run, and Weimer just kept it on the bootleg around the right side for the touchdown. And Hanover has regained a 13-10 lead. Yeah, we had containment, but we, we just... Uh, well, our linebacker went for the, the uh, for the fake and wide open touchdown. Boy, that that's a big series right there that we let slip away. That one hurt. And the extra point by Kaminga is up and good. 7:27 to go in the first half. Your score. It's now Hanover 14, Mount St. Joseph 10 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division III champions are made. 
We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Lions now find themselves down on the scoreboard 14-10 with 7.27 left to go in this first half of action. Hanover, nice drive, aided by the Lions' inability to collect in the interception and stop them on a fourth down play on a couple of them. Yeah, fourth and 12 especially. That Yep. Beecham back set to return along with Donaworth and Kaminga's going to kick it off. And Beecham's going to take it in inside the end zone about three yards deep, and he'll just take a knee. Well, he's got a strong leg because that was against the win, and he held yeah. the end zone. So, Yep. Lions are doing a little stunning back on those kickoff returns now, Chuck. Yeah, you know, I know they want Cornell to be able to run it out, but that was four yards deep. Yeah. And, you know, would love to see him. Maybe he won't hit the next one as good. but. Uh, so the Lions will start at their own 25-yard line. Josh Taylor so far in the ballgame, 7 for 9 passing, 63 yards. He also leads the team in rushing. He's got 9 carries for 67 yards. Taylor, handoff Mariano McKenzie around the right-hand side on the sweep to the 25-30, and he's going to sidestep it outside the 30 to the 34-yard line, gain of 9. Yeah, good, good first down run. Mo McKenzie with the run. Lions just have not been able to do much rushing here this afternoon. They've only got 79 yards. Check at 87 yards now rushing. Seven minutes to go. Period number two. Second down, eight yards to go. McKenzie still in the backfield. And a handoff goes to McKenzie again off the right tackle. He struggles forward across the 35 to the 36. Three-yard gain, first down. So two two, uh, positive runs there. Get it out to the 36. A little bit of breathing room. and They've got Beecham in the ballgame at the slot along with McKenzie. We have not seen this formation a lot this year. But it gives you two different variations of what could happen. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get the ball to Cornell as much as they can. Beecham is out slot right. Two receivers out on the near side. Brock is slot left. Taylor, the quarterback with McKenzie, the running back, drops back. Taylor's going to run it right up the middle. He's got some green to the 40-yard line, to the 45, and he'll skip out of bounds near the first down marker, but he's going to be shy at the 45 by about a half a yard, Chuck. Yeah, that's actually a good situation for us. We're second in inches, so we got the playbooks open. But again, I'm concerned that every time he drops back, he just can't seem to find anybody. Well, we said coming in, Hanover's strength defensively is their secondary. The only thing we haven't called is Brady Luker's name tackle-wise, and he's leading them in tackles from that free safety spot. Second down on a yard, and McKenzie's got the first down up to midfield into Hanover territory at the 48. Six yards on the carry, first down Lions. Yeah, Mo running really hard, and Lions start to open up a few holes here. So I think with, you know, going four wide like this, especially they're, they're concerned about the pass, and so the run's opening up a little bit here. 5.49 to go in the first half. Taylor with McKenzie off to the right-hand side. Beecham slot right. Two receivers out to the near side. Taylor drops back. Good protection. He's going to go deep, and he's going to overthrow his intended receiver incomplete. He was going for Hunley, 
and Hunley just couldn't catch up with it. Yeah, pretty good coverage too. It would have had to been perfect. So they're stride for stride with us right now. And uh, I don't think we mentioned today, uh, Omar Porter is not playing today. He's still recovering from a concussion. So Porter out today? No, nobody even said anything about that today. <laughs> Glad you work in the building. <laughs> Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball at the 49-yard line of Hanover. 5.35. Clock stopped on the incompletion. McKenzie in the backfield. Receivers out wide on both sides. Now McKenzie runs to the left, empties the backfield. Throw over the middle. It is complete on the play to Joey Newton right at the 45-yard line. That's a gain of about four. And it still brings up third down and call it six. Yeah. Those quick passes, Chuck, are there. He's got to get it out of his hand. But once yeah. we drop two, three seconds, we're not open, and then he's having to scramble or do whatever he can. So The, the three-step drops are there. It's the five, seven-step drops that are aren't. Third down, six yards to go for the Lions. Empty backfield, straight shotgun. Receivers out wide on both sides. Dropping back Taylor. Throw over the middle, complete to Brock. Brock at the 40. He's oh, close he's to a close. first down. They're going to put him down right at the 40-yard line, and he's about a half a football shy on fourth down. That, that goes back to we don't have a quarterback sneak in our arsenal, but I would go for it, but I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to go for it. Yeah. 4.34 to go. Well, it's going to be a quarterback power run is what it's going to be. But, but he starts five yeah, yards behind yeah, the line. Exactly. Taylor, empty backfield. And the Lions they get Ian over to jump. It is against the Panthers. That'll give the Lions a nice first down after the offsides penalty well, called against the Panthers. Yeah, that's nice. Devontae Hardeman jumped. Well, got some very concerned Panther fans down below us that don't agree with that penalty. Offensive lineman Colin Kander did a nice job. Their guy jumped, and he moved to create the offsides. So the Lions have it first down at the 35 of Hanover. Now Beecham will go back into the backfield for the Lions. Taylor, handoff Beecham. Cuts it to the left-hand side. He's going to be inside the 35 and take it to the 32-yard line. Yeah, we just can't quite get him going, but I think the more he touches the ball... As you said, they are starting to open up holes. Yeah, it's getting a little better. Yep. A little better. I'm just really surprised how they've been able to lock down our receivers like this. Second down. Call it a short seven yards to go. Beecham to the left of Taylor. Now moves out of the backfield in motion. Taylor throws over the middle, complete on the play. That goes to Jake Ayler at the 25-yard line, and he's got the first down after an eight-yard reception. Yeah, really nice throw and catch there by Jake Ayler. A nice throw by Josh. Josh now 10 of 13 passing. Yeah, a little out route there, and he got the first down. First Clock continues to run. I'm sorry, Dave. 316. Lions have all three timeouts left, but they're moving down the field ball at the 24-yard line of Hanover. Lions inside the red zone for the third time today. Taylor's going to keep it himself right off the left guard. Takes it up to the 20-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about four yards on the play. 
Lions are moving the football now, Chuck, with those quick passes and yep. short runs. Yep, yep. I think that Coach Corals decided that's the way to go, at least for right now. So it'll be second down, seven yards to go. Second down, seven yards to go. 2.35 remaining in this first half of action. Taylor with Beecham to his right now. Ball right in the middle of the field. Second down, six. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor looks in the left corner of the end zone. He's got a receiver. That is oh. Joey Newton. And he had it in his hands and couldn't bring it in on the deflection incomplete. Yeah, great throw. Uh, you almost come to expect great catches like that from Joey. Uh, he had to go up, got his hands on it, couldn't quite haul it. It would have been a heck of a catch, but like I said, we're ex we expect those kind of catches from Joey. So we're third and, third and about six. Yep, third down six. Beecham stays in. Cam York wide right, Austin Brock slot right. Joey Newton wide left. Jake Ayler slot left. And now the officials are going to call a timeout yeah, they're gonna and reset the play seconds. clock. Yeah. But Hanover's DBs are making it tough. That, that was yeah. a perfect throw, and he had to make a, a great catch, and it's just we're not getting that separation. Horner and Fanning at the corners for Hanover and at the safeties, Williamson and Brody Luker. You don't start. The referees had to start the clock. You don't do it on an incomplete pass. Well, 2-19. Yeah. Taylor moves a man in motion, now moves back. Looks to his left. Good protection. He's got Throwing it. the end zone. He's got Beecham wide open. Touchdown, Lions! Nice play designed by the Lions. Yeah, they lost track of Cornell going down the middle. So it's a big third down conversion. And we take, retake the lead in this kind of ping pong battle right here. Beecham with his ninth touchdown of the year. And the Lions have regained the lead at 16-14. Dave, I think he was so wide open, Josh kind of guided the ball. He yeah. wanted to make sure he didn't overthrow him. He just kind of guided it out there. Farfsing in to attempt the extra point with 2.13 remaining. And it is a good snap, good hold, kick is up, and the kick is good. 2.13 to go in the first half of action from Hanover, Indiana. It's now the Lions 17, the Panthers 14, on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Del High Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Del High Skyline, 5137 Del High Pike and SkylineChili.com. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike and BearcatStorage.com. Nice 20-yard pass from Josh Taylor to Cornell Beecham. And the Lions have regained the lead at 17-14, 2.13 to go in the first half of play. Yeah, Hanover has two timeouts. Uh, what we don't want is, you know, they get the ball to start the second half, so we don't want them to score and then get the ball to start the second half. So big defensive series coming up here for the Mounds. Lions leading it by three. And dropping back, set to return for the Panthers will be, I'm not sure who that is back there, to be honest with you. Well, hopefully Kyle can get it in the end zone, making a moot point. Yeah. Does have the wind. It's going to be Jai Pension. Pension back set to return. He's the single setback. 
to return. So Farvsing will kick it off from right to left with the wind to his back. And the kick is a high end yep. over end kick into the end zone. Yep. It is bobbled in the end zone. He'll go back. Oh, my goodness. going to bring it out. He was five yards deep, brought it out to the five, to the ten. He's going to get it out to the eleven. I think he was confused that he thought he had to bring it out. And actually, we kind of relaxed, or we would have probably had him around the five. So big break for the Lions. Let's maybe see if we get a three and out and get the ball back. Yeah, we've got three timeouts left. Hanover's only got two. They used one early, 2.07 to go. It'll be curious to see what Hanover does here, if they're real aggressive knowing they get the ball to start the second half or they just kind of play it safe and try to get the wind the clock out. So Weimer brings the offense out onto the field with Oppel. Oppel, the sophomore, he has been their sole running back today. And Oppel will get the handoff around the left-hand side to the 11, to the 12, to the 13, and he'll be stopped at the 15-yard line. And if I was the man, I would not call timeout until we actually stop them because you don't want to help them out. They'll call it right at the 15. It's second down, seven yards to go. Dropping back, Weimer. Weimer, good protection. Throw over the middle. He's got Eads. Eads at the 20. He's got the first down at the 21. Nope, he's going to be shy of the first down by a couple of yards right at the 21-yard line. Yeah, it's about, it looks like about a yard. Yeah, third and about a yard. You're right. Ball resting just inside the 21. Weimer taking as much time as he can. A minute 40, he ran out of bounds, so the clock stopped. Yeah. But it's third down a yard. Lions, big defensive play here. Yeah, I'm thinking it's handed off. Hanover with Oppel in the backfield. And now a flag is thrown. And from... The referee behind the... Hanover's walking back. Probably a false start, I would guess. And let's see as the official tries to turn on his mic. You're right. Old Eagle Eye Murray up here. Well, we got third and six now, so big boy, one of the big plays in the game as of right now. We stop him, make him punt, and we got a shot to score again. So this is huge. Apple so far, 11 carries, 43 yards on the day. But this one is third down and six. Ball back at... The 16, just inside the 16-yard line. So Weimer with Oppel to his left. Out of the pistol. Stack receivers on both sides for the Panthers. Dropping back Weimer after the snap. Rolls out to the right. Throws over the middle, and And it is complete at the 26-yard line. Nice catch for the first down by Jalen Pack. you got to give him credit. He was rolling out to his left. Had to throw back across his body and complete it for the first down. We had some pressure. Minute 30 to go. Oh, Bad snap, but Weimer brought it in. Looks over the middle, and it is incomplete. And a flag is going to be thrown against the Lions on Nate Owens. Looked like they got their feet tangled they up, did. and no, Nate fell right on top of the yeah. receiver. And even if it wasn't, it looked bad enough where they're going to call it. Right. Now, well, all of a sudden, they're down, out at the mid, almost midfield. So what we didn't want to happen is happening. Minute 24. So a 15-yard penalty will give Hanover another first down. Okay, I think since it's less than 15 yards, it's a spot foul. So let's see what they do here. Oh, wow, it's only on the 30, so I think they're spotting it. Yeah, okay, well, that's not bad then. That was only like about a five-yard penalty. I don't even know if they got that spot right. To be I'm not sure today, they got the spot right. But we'll take it. Well, that's a strange spot for that penalty. Yeah, because... First and 10, though, they get the... Redo the downs. Ball right at the 30-yard line. 
Dropping back Weimer, empty backfield, looking downfield, good protection. Pick it. Throw, and it is incomplete. Yep, he threw it behind him. Almost intercepted, tried to go to Eads. Eads begging for a flag, but Donaworth got in to knock the ball free. He did. It was thrown a little bit behind him. So it stops the clock with a minute 18, second down. Hanover's not fooling around. They're going for it, even into the wind. It's a little bit risky, though. They give the ball back to us. You know, we can score in 30, 40 seconds. Second down, 10 yards to go. Weimer looks to his right, now to his left. Screen pass, ball in the air, knocked free, but it falls to the ground incomplete. Boy, almost intercepted by Hanneman. Yep, he knocked it up in the air. Now we're third and long again. Here's another huge play, Dave. Another huge play in this game. A minute 14 to go. Clock stops again on the incompletion. Weimer looking to the sideline. 20 on the play clock. As we said, a minute 14 on the game clock, but now it's third down. Remember, the Lions have all three timeouts left. They can stop them short here. You might see them take one of those. Yep. Moving in motion to the far side is Peck. Now getting the snap is Weimer. Weimer looks over the middle. He's got a receiver. Intercepted by Starks at the 40, 35. He cuts to the far side to the 30. Knocked off his feet at the 26-yard line. Lions have the ball back after their second interception of the day. He didn't drop that one, Dave. Did Did not. Big play by the Lions. Again, you know, Hanover. It's easy to second guess. We're t- should, should they kind of play it safe going? They decide to go for the, and now we got a shot to put it in. Chuck, a minute four to go. I'll go to my grave saying this. Go for the juggler right here. Don't waste time. You've got three timeouts left. You're preaching to the choir. This is too big a game to not use your timeouts in that territory. Well, I guess we're using a timeout on change of possession. Or is he still hurt? Oh, they got a hurt guy down. They've got a man down. That's Peck, I believe. Nope, check it. It's one of the offensive linemen. I thought it might have been 64, but I couldn't tell no, for sure. Looked like 54. 54, maybe? Yeah, 54, and that would be Jeff Massey. Nope. Well, He's a defensive lineman. So. 64, say. 64 says offensive line Will Kern, if that is indeed 64. Yeah. I'm not sure. Will Kern, that's who it looks like, Chuck. Will Kern, the defensive lineman, a 6'6", 315-pound senior. He's one of the biggest players that this team has. One of the shortest names and one of the biggest (laughs) players. Yeah, he's a big guy. You know, we said about the college basketball season starting on November 8th. We'll have that game for you on ultimatesportstalk.com. I'll be be listening. I think it's going to be a real fun men's basketball season as Kern is up and they're going to have to help him off to the side. Yeah. Women's basketball with a new coach this year. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see how she transforms this program. Yeah, they have some new players and, uh, you know, new system and everything, so we'll wish Maisie well. And um, Toby's got a lot of new players too, a lot of seniors, but he's really excited about this team and the class. So, uh, yeah, it should be an exciting basketball season. Had the chance to meet Maisie the other day in the building and she sounds like my Siri on my <laughs> yeah. Apple phone. Yep, From London. Yes. Minute four to go. Taylor, ball resting at the 26-yard line. Fake handoff. Rolls out to the right. Taylor looking. Tucks it under. To the 20. Maybe to the 19 is where they'll spot him right there. 
after a gain of about seven on the carry. Make it five is what they're going to give him. Second down, five yards to go. A little sense of urgency here, the boys. I know you got three timeouts, but a little sense of urgency. Beecham with 40 seconds to go. Lions have all three timeouts left. Beecham now to the left of Taylor Ball in the near hash mark. Hand off to Beecham. Right up the middle, Time no out. gain. Timeout. No gain on the play. Timeout. And now, no timeout. Now the oh Lions gosh. take a timeout. Wasted way too much time. Yeah, they let about five seconds go, 26.6. Big third down here. Boy, after a turnover like that, two kind of conservative calls. I know they wanted to get the clock running, but you know, with 26 seconds, I don't think you have to worry about Hanover getting the ball back and scoring. Taylor, 11-15 in passing for 101 yards today. Taylor also has got 12 rushes for 88 yards. Mariano McKenzie has got three carries for 17 yards. And Cornell Beecham, seven carries for just 12 yards. Yeah, Mo gave us a little bit of a lift there, and we had some good blocking. He made a couple nice runs there to get us out of the hole uh, a series or so ago. So big third down for us here. We really need to convert. Uh, Beecham, Pollard, Ayler, Brock, and Newton along have all caught passes today for the Lions. But I'll tell you what, you look at what Weimer has done today. He has doled out passes to nine receivers. Yeah, he spreads it around. Fortunately for us, he gave a couple to us, too. Yeah. Could have been three. Should have just said 11. Yeah. yeah. Add Price and Starks in on that. All right, big third down, Dave. Third down, four yards to go. Lions need to get to the 15-yard line. Ball at the 19. I like what you said before, a little three-step drop and hit somebody, but because uh, they've been tough coverage, not Josh will take off and run. Lions have two timeouts left. Remember, 26.6 left to go in the half. Taylor with Beecham to the left. Takes the snap, rolls to the left, looks to the right, throws it into the end zone. He's got a man there. Touchdown! Is he in? No, he was off the back end of the oh. end zone. That was uh, that was Newton that caught the ball, went up high, tried to bring his foot down inside the end zone, but just was off the uh, end line. What are they going to do? Uh, they're going to kick a field goal. Well, with the ball at the 19-yard line, you're looking at a, yarder. about a 36-37 yard yeah. attempt. They're gonna, clearly capable. They're going to spot it at the 26. 26, yeah. 26-yarder. So about a 36-yarder, 20.3 seconds left to go. Ball in the center of the field. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is good. 16.7 seconds to go in the half. And your score now, it is the Mount 20 and Hanover 14. I got so excited, Dave, I knocked my uh, wire out. So at least we came away with three there. One at seven, but... We just didn't want them to score and then get the ball to start the second half. So so I would expect us to kick it deep and then just to take a knee and we'll go into halftime. So after the field goal makes it 20-14. to 14. Coming up at halftime, we'll preview the Bengals-Falcons game tomorrow with Dan Horde and Solomon Wilcox. And we'll also preview the UCLA-Oregon game, which oh, is coming up later game. on this yeah. afternoon. You know, going forward here in the second half, they're going to get the option. They're clearly going to receive. So if I was Coach Hopper and his staff, I would 
kick into the wind and have the wind for the fourth quarter. So that will be our choice because we've seen how big of a difference that's become. All of our turnovers, our turnover against the wind, their turnovers against the wind. 16.7, Lions will tee it up at the 35-yard line. Now back set to return for the Panthers is going to be Jalen Peck. Peck is back at his own five-yard line. Single setback. Farsing will kick it away. High end over end kick yep. into the end zone, and Peck is going to bring it oh out boy. to the 5, 10, off the far side, 15, 20. Stacked up at the 22 and dropped right there, and we've got some extracurricular activities going on up the field. But I the guess, I'm sorry, I guess the thought was there, like, hey, let's return it. If we can bust it, great. If not... We're going to probably just take a knee anyway. The only problem is you fumble on that, and, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of a risk. So, But I expect them to take a knee here with 12 seconds. Yeah, uh, he's, going to, uh, he's going to get way deep. Yeah, they're going to bring in the victory formation. Yeah, yeah. Lions lead it by 6, 20-14 to 14 as we end this first half of action. So they'll come in tight, victory formation. Weimer takes the snap, takes a knee, and that'll do it here in the first half. Wind or ball, second half? Well, they're going to take the ball. So, again, I'm saying we take the win in the fourth quarter. I, I think it's too critical. That's what I would personally do. I'm not on the coaching staff, though. <laughs> so the Lions, who fell down early 7-0, cut it to 7-3, to then took the lead at 10-7, and now they lead it 20-14 to as we go in at halftime here at Alumni Stadium in Hanover. I'm Dave Mitchell. With Chuck Murray, join us for second half action coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Action. Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say, and, and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others, and so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative, it's offensive to gay people, and you're better than that. When it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way, and I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are, because we're not here to judge, and I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade, and it starts with the NBA, because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you, and if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an eSports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu slash admissions. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. 
Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Last a lifetime. We are back in Hanover, Indiana. I'm Dave Mitchell, along with Chuck Murray. And this afternoon, the Lions are on the road taking on the Hanover Panthers. But there's a lot of NFL football going on tomorrow. Let's take a look at the schedule during the halftime show. And the Bengals will be at home. They'll be at Paul Brown Stadium taking on the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are one of the surprise teams in the league this year. The Bengals, meanwhile, have been sputtering. Let's take a look at that matchup as Dan Horde, the play-by-play announcer for the Cincinnati Bengals, talks with former Bengal Solomon Wilcots. It is always great to catch up with former Bengals Super Bowl safety Solomon Wilcots, the host of the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Solly, it's been a bit of a bumpy ride so far for the Bengals, but they find themselves tied for first in the AFC North at 3-3. Three and three. Assess the team through the first six games of the season. I thought the game against the New Orleans Saints, it was the best we played on offense anyway, in terms of uh, just having good balance, ran the ball very good with Joe Mixon, and then obviously forcing them to come out of the double coverage that Jamar Chase had been getting for the first month of the season. I think the Saints game was not our best game as a football team, but it was certainly the best game for the offense. I thought we played very well in the in the Thursday night game against Miami. It was probably our most complete game offensively and defensively. You were part of one of the great secondaries in franchise history, the SWAT team. The current group has adopted the nickname the Cleanup Crew. What stands out when you watch this group play? Chidobe Awuzie, uh, just consistent in coverage and a very good tackler. Our safety tandem of Jesse Bates and Vaughn Bell. I mean, just a really good all-around group. Great in coverage, great against the run. They're not afraid to lay their pads on people. They understand and embrace the physical part of the game. I love the depth and versatility that they have in this secondary. Uh, and they're just going to continue to get better. So the Falcons come to town this Sunday. Atlanta's rushed for at least 150 yards in five out of six games is stopping the run is holding the Falcons to a reasonable number the biggest key on Sunday yeah I mean here's a couple of things you got to keep them under a buck 50 because they've been over 150 each of the last three games three weeks ago they went for 200 against Cleveland and then last week against the really good 49er defense I think they had 168 yards and they have the fewest three and outs of any offense in the National Football League. So they know how to stay on the field on third down. So that's what we have to do defensively. We're going to have to hold up against their run game, but we got to get them off the field when they get to third down. More importantly, our offense can help with this, right? And Joe Burrow, I think, alluded to that. If your offense can get a 10-point lead and stay ahead on the scoreboard, Arthur Smith is not going to stick with that run game. Sally, always appreciate your time and your insight. Keep up the great work, and thanks again. Thanks, Dan. Greatly appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Elsewhere in the NFL tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock, the Browns will be playing in Baltimore against the Ravens. Also, the Buccaneers will be in Carolina against the Panthers. It's the Giants taking on the Jaguars. Elsewhere... In games at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, it will be the Packers at the Commanders. The Lions will go to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. It's the Giants in Jacksonville taking on the surprising Jaguars. And the Colts will be on the road in Tennessee taking on the Titans. Now in games at 4 o'clock, 
The Houston Texans will be in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. At 4.05 also, the Jets will be in Denver taking on the Broncos. Then at 4.25, you've got the Chiefs in San Francisco against the 49ers. And the Seahawks will be on the road in Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. On Sunday night, the Steelers will be in Miami to play the Dolphins. And on Monday night, it's the Bears in New England to take on the Patriots. That's a look at the NFL games for week 7 of 18 in the NFL. A lot of action going on in college football, though. And boy, tell you what, one of the top games of the day is going to be coming up at 3.30 this afternoon. And that has number 10, Oregon, entertaining number 9, UCLA. Both of those teams are fighting for a playoff berth coming up in January. Chip Kelly, of course, the head coach at UCLA. Joel Klatt of Fox Sports takes a look at this encounter between the Bruins and the Ducks. I can't wait to see how it plays out. There's a lot of factors in this game. These are the last two undefeateds in terms of conference play in the Pac-12. Okay, so the winner of this game is in a great position. Great position, in particular with no divisions. Great position to get to the conference championship game in the Pac-12. The matchup also features a lot of similar things when you're looking at these teams. Veteran quarterbacks. Bo Nix for Oregon. Dorian Thompson-Robinson for UCLA. Two teams that are very good running the football on the offensive side. Top two rushing teams in the Pac-12. Um, there are some slight differences, though, and, and that's where I want to try to focus on what's going on. While Bo Nix has been good, in particular after that loss to Georgia, which didn't go well, throw that out. First game for Dan Landing, first game for Bo Nix there after the transfer. I tell you what, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and throw it out. Okay, so if you do that, then what you'll see is Bo Nix has played pretty well. They've certainly run the ball well. They got into a tussle with Washington State and pulled it out. Uh, a game in which they were down, I believe, by 12 with about four minutes left to go. So that's going to be a galvanizing type of win for them. So they're pretty good. However, in a veteran quarterback matchup, I think that the edge clearly goes to the other side. And big games tend to follow quarterback play. I think we saw that last week. So if you look at what Dorian Thompson-Robinson has done, the fascinating part for me is just how efficient he's playing. He's playing, by far, his best football of his career. And he's played a lot of it for UCLA. And there's always been great potential because of his athleticism, because of his arm strength, and his overall talent uh, profile. And that's been clear. But now what you're seeing is a much more efficient quarterback. Completion percentage. Yardage. The ability to run. The ability to threaten the defense with his legs, whether it's a designed run or not. And more in particular, if you look at his second half statistics, this guy's playing his best football when it matters most in the second half. If you parse that out, Nobody's playing better football than Dorian Thompson-Robinson in the Pac-12 at the quarterback position in the second half. And I think that that's what it's going to come down to. Don't we get a sense that when you get an evenly matched team or matchup, it comes down to playing great at the quarterback position, in particular when you're on the road. So UCLA is going to lean on DTR. The good part for DTR is that it's not just his ability to be two-dimensional and pass it, and run it, but it's also their ability to be two-dimensional. 
I really like their passing game, but I think their strength is their ability to run the football. Zach Charbonnet has been really good for them, really for the last couple of years, but in particular this year. He's the leading rusher right now in the Pac-12, and when you look at what he's doing, he's five and a half per carry. So the Oregon defense will be challenged, and that's the one area where when you're looking at both of these teams, you're seeing... Is there any area that one of the teams falls just slightly below in the matchup, and it would be Oregon's defense? Now, they're at home. I'm sure they're going to play great. That's a wonderful crowd and a great venue. But UCLA has a slight advantage. They're just a little bit more balanced. This is a defense that's playing very well for them. They're the number one total defense in the conference. They've got a quarterback that's playing just a little bit better than the opposing quarterback. They've got a running back that's just a little bit better than the running game for Oregon. Their defense is just a little bit better than what Oregon's is. And when you add that all up, you've got a team that can and I think will win this game on the road. Not many people win in Autzen Stadium. In fact, when you look back, Oregon has not lost at home since 2018. That's 22 straight wins at home. So that's a daunting task for the Bruins. There's no doubt about it. I think that they're built for it because they can run it, they can throw it, they can play great defense. All right, this is not a, this is not a team that's overly reliant on one area of their team. So they're built for the road more so than previous years. And actually, when you look at this this let's call it an arc of Chip Kelly's tenure at UCLA, here's what you're going to see: is that every single year they've gotten a little bit better. All right. When you look at their winning percentage every year under Chip Kelly, just a little bit better. When you look at their play on the road specifically, what you'll find is this arc has, has done what I always talk about when you're rebuilding or building a program, lose big, lose small, win small, win big. And that's what you see with UCLA in particular in their road games. If you go back to the Chip Kelly era in their first 13 road games, they were three and 10. Not great. Not great. Not a team that had the requisite balance to go out and win on the road, in particular when you're looking at places that are really difficult like Oregon. Now, what do you see since then? Well, in their last seven games on the road, dating back to last year, with DTR playing better, with a better run game, with the defense becoming better, with better and tougher and more physical line play on each side of the ball, they're 6-1 and one in their last seven road games. So this team is much they're in a much better spot to go on the road and to compete with and potentially beat Oregon. Now, Oregon is favored by six and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot. In particular, when I think UCLA is going to win outright. I think UCLA wins outright, and I still will maintain that UCLA, of the teams that have not gone to the playoff playoff yet, they're the one that if I had to bet money on to make the playoff, Again, of the teams that have not been to the playoff ever in their history, they're the ones I would bet on. It wouldn't be Tennessee because of the gauntlet that they've got late in the season. They've got to go to Georgia. They've got to win. They've got to win in an SEC championship game. I actually think it's UCLA. I really think it's UCLA. And they're built for it. Their structure is built for it. And I think that they win this weekend in Autzen Stadium against Oregon. Another big game going on in college football this afternoon, also at 3.30. It's 20th-ranked Texas going to 11th-ranked 
Oklahoma State. Elsewhere in the top 25, Boston College will be at Wake Forest. It's 25th ranked Tulane playing Memphis. That'll be at 3.30 this afternoon also. Elsewhere in the top 25 as we head into night games at 7 o'clock, 24th ranked Mississippi State will be at 6th ranked Alabama. The Crimson Tide fell to number six as they lost to Tennessee last week, 52-49. to 16th ranked Penn State in the Big Ten plays Minnesota. That game will get underway at 7.30 tonight. Also, 17th ranked Kansas State will be at 8th ranked TCU. That game will get underway at 8 o'clock. When we come back, we'll take a look at the games that started at noon in Top 25 College Football this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray, and we will be back with second half action coming up right after this. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike, and wishbonetavern.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike and SkylineChili.com. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, right back here at Alumni Stadium in Hanover, Indiana, where we are at halftime, and the Lions are right now on top of it, 20-14 to 14 over the Hanover Panthers. Chuck, the Lions, as we said, fell down by a score of uh, 7 to nothing, but they were able to move the football basically at will from that point on. Yeah, you know, since the, that opening drive, and actually we have not even had to punt the ball yet, so we missed it. We botched a field goal kind of and uh, had a turnover. But So that's a good sign. Again, this third quarter, you know, whoever has the wind is going to have to really do some damage with it because it's a big advantage if you have the wind. It's flowing pretty good. Josh Taylor leading the way for the Lions. He's 11 of 16 passing for 101 yards. He also is leading the team in rushing. 12 carries with 88 yards. Cornell Beecham has really been held in check by this Panther defense, Chuck. Beecham right now has just caught four passes for 34 yards, and he has only rushed the ball three times for 17 yards. I mean, you think about how they've really been able to bottle him up, but yet we still haven't punted. We've got 20 points, so that should be like, hey, you know, we're going to get him going. I'll be shocked if he doesn't have at least a couple of big runs or a couple of big pass plays. He did catch the one touchdown in the end zone where they lost him, but, you know, he I still think he's going to bust loose. But, you know, you got to give them credit. They're bottling him down, and, and really they're they're bottling our receivers down pretty good too. But yet again, we got 20 points. That's right. Matt Weimer came in, Chuck, throwing only one interception all year. He's thrown two today. He's 11 of 19 passing, 89 yards. And Hunter Eads has caught three passes, Oppel two. Anthony and Peck each one. Meanwhile, on the rushing department, Austin Oppel, 11 carries, 42 yards, and Weimer has picked up 31 yards rushing on four carries. So it has not been a stellar offensive performance by Hanover, but they've got just enough to stay in the ballgame down by six. Yeah, they got the big turnover and took it in, and then they got down in a long fourth and 12 situation, converted, and then they got fourth and goal from about the two or three and did a little fake and converted there. So they've converted their opportunities. 
But again, we've had a couple of interceptions, taking the ball away and giving our offense good field position. So, uh, you know, 30 more minutes of football to play. I expect, you know, I hope it's not whoever comes down to has the ball last, but it, it might very well could. Lions 38 plays in the first half, 213 yards of total offense. For Hanover, 35 plays, 157 yards of total offense. Yeah, you know, again, we've, we've moved the ball, did some good things. I think Hanover's maybe punted one, so it's, you know, most teams have done pretty well successfully offensively. And that, again, you got to put in there the turnovers, too, that have, that have stopped some drives for some teams. So um, this will be interesting. I'll, I'll really be curious to see what we decide to do in the third quarter because Hanover will take the ball. So, you know, again, I'm, I'm all for you know, taking the win in the fourth quarter, but we'll see what we do. Lions are up on the scoreboard 20-14. to 14. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. Second half action coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, OpenBoxOutlet.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue and delhibarbers.com. Well, the Lions are up on the scoreboard by a score of 20-14. to 14. One other stat we want to give you before the second half begins. Lions, in time of possession, had the football chuck 17 minutes and 28 seconds, while Hanover had it just 12 minutes and 32 seconds. Yeah, and it doesn't look like they're going to take my advice, Dave. We're going to take the win in the third quarter. So, um, boy, I hope we can take advantage of it, get a big enough lead where it's not going to matter in the fourth. Yep, the wind is blowing to the Lions' backs. Farsing. We'll kick it off. Back set to return is Peck, and Peck is going to take it in back against his own goal line at the 3. Cuts it to the 5, to the 10, to the near side, to the 20. Escape the tackler. There's a flag down on the play. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, all the way to the 30. He's going to outrun everybody to the house, but there's a flag all the way back at the 22-yard line. And I believe it's going to be against Hanover for a block in the back. Thank goodness, because two of our guys were right there to make the play and just got juked pretty bad. The officials will get together. Lions defense is coming out on the field, and they they expect it to be a block in the back. And now the official will call it. It is a hold called against Hanover. Block in the back, hold, doesn't matter. The touchdown doesn't count. Well, that's that's two touchdowns they've had called back and, and, you know, the correct calls, but 
Boy, our just our kick coverage. Gosh, we had him bottled up, and just for whatever reason, he made a couple nice moves, and we just got juked, and he was off to the races. So now we got him pinned in. Let's play some defense here. Well, now it's going to take him back all the way to the 11-yard line. I'll mark it about the 12-yard line, and it'll bring up first down and 10 for Hanover. Weimer starting it out with the running back, Oppel. Now they move a man in motion. Shuffle pass goes to Peck around the right side. Peck's going to be upended near the 13-yard line after a gain of just a couple. Yeah, good containment there, so we got him second in about eight. I'm sorry, forgive me. Lance McKee is who caught that pass. McKee, a 5'10 sophomore. 180 pounds, gained just about a yard and a half. 14-18, we've just begun the third quarter of play. Weimer, who had a tough first half, hands it off to Oppler around the left side. He's going to be hit by Anthony Wright and brought down right at the 15-yard line. Gain of just a couple, and it's a big third down seven. Yeah, we got him third and long here. Be great to get a three and out to start this off. Coming back in, Williams. Peck is back into the ball game for Hanover as they go trips out to the near side. And leaving the ball game, Wilmy McKee. They've got a single receiver out to the far side. That's Routabush. Weimer with Oppel to his left. Oh Bad boy. snap. He dropped it back inside the five, and he's going to be brought down at the two. Boy, big break for the Lions there. You know, they've had four or five bad snaps that he's able to grab during the game, and this one, it got away from him. So we really got him pinned in to win it against them, so hopefully we can get a short field here. Wind is going to be blowing right into their face. Coming in to punt this ball away for just the second time is going to be Routabush. Routabush in the first half had one punt for 40 yards. He's got a strong leg watching him kicking field goals and PATs. He's got a strong leg. His heels are right back on the end line. Back to set to return is Beecham. High End over end. Good punt. Beecham's got to come in. He's going to catch it at his 30 and just struggle forward and get it out to about the 29-yard line. That's going to be a punt of about 25 yards and just a return of maybe a yard for Cornell. Yeah, we got great field position. We got to stick it in. Like I said, we got the win this quarter. We got to really take advantage of it. Lead it by six, 20 to 14. And here comes Josh Taylor. Taylor, the quarterback for the Lions, threw only two incompletions in the first half. Starts out with Beecham out of the pistol to his right-hand side. Joey Newton is out wide right. Powell, tight end left off the line. Two receivers out to the left-hand side. That's Cam York and Austin Brock. Fake handoff. Taylor keeps it around the right-hand side. And he's not going to pick up much of anything. Maybe a yard on the play to the 28. Yeah, the funny thing is there, if he would have gave it to Cornell, there was some room over there. Yeah. So sometimes it just doesn't work out. Very short. Yeah, very short. Probably second. <laughs> almost 10. He didn't really gain anything. So, again, take advantage of this field position. Yeah, watch out. It's B-heaven up here. <laughs> second down. Call it a long nine yards to go. Short 10. Beecham to the right of Taylor. Trips out to the near side. Now Beecham moves out of the backfield in motion. Taylor throws a short pass over the middle, complete on the play at the 25-yard line. And, boy, they're Hanover trying yeah. to strip the football boy, away, and the officials were letting them try to do it. Catch on the play by Jake Ayler. Yeah, when you got four guys on you, you probably should blow the whistle at that point. Well, you would think, but, you know. So big third down here. 
probably four down territory at this point. Well, with the wind blowing in your face. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, was they, with your back. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, they bought. Yeah, it they, depends. Yeah. Third down six. Lions stacked receivers on both sides. Beachman to backfield, moving a motion to the far side. Austin Brock, and now a flag oh, has been called, we thrown, moved. and the Lions moved. Oh boy! Not a good time to pick up the penalty. No. In the first half, the Lions were penalized three times for 19 yards, Hanover four times for 35 yards. 11.31 left to go in the third quarter. Lions now third down 11, back to the 30-yard line. Beecham to the right of Taylor in the pistol. Now moving in motion to the far side again is Brock. Oh, and again. Another, another one. Oh, another boy. one. What are they doing up there, Chuck? I'm not seeing it. I'm not either. Well, that's Danny Mabe, the center, and all Mabe did was bounce his Pardon me, bounce his butt up and down. Well, now we're going to change packages completely here, and I'm, we're going to have to throw one down the field here. If not, we're going to have to try to punt and pin him in because unless we make it a fourth and manageable here. So it's third down, calling about 16 yards to go. Yeah. Clock running, 11 minutes left to go in the third. Lions moving backwards instead of forwards. Again, Beecham. Now they've got the receivers stacked. Moving in motion is Beecham. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor's going to throw it over the middle. Oh and it's going to be intercepted and almost intercepted by Hanover. And they bobbled it a couple of times and it bounced away incomplete. Justin Williamson got his last hands on it. Now they're in no man's land here. I would guess they'll go for it. Well, they're bringing in receivers, so. Yeah, it'd been nice to get a five or six there to make it a little bit more manageable. They have not been successful today, Chuck, on long passes. No, they haven't. They're, again, we mentioned the first. Their DBs have been really good today. This is going to be fourth down, 16 yards to go. Need to get near the 19-yard line for a first down. Ball. Oh, they got. There's five of it. They got back. It's going to be offsides yep. against Hanover. So they jumped. Well, I don't think either team came out ready to play in the second half. Well, again, nice job by Colin Kander there. He saw the movement. He jumped up, so that creates the offsides. Because if he doesn't move and they get back, they're fine. So nice job by Colin there. So now it makes it fourth and 11. Fourth and 11. And it makes it a lot easier to get that first down. Yeah, it's, you know, again, it's still going to be hard. But, but fourth and 11 is better than fourth and 16. So the play clock's down to 12 here. we got to go. Lions in the first half were one of one on fourth down situations on the year, 43% coming into this game. Taylor, play clock down to three, takes the snap, looks upfield, he's throws the ball, him. he's got a receiver, oh, he and he it. dropped the ball at the 18-yard line. Boy, Boy a great Joe, tackle by the Panthers. That's very unlike Joey Newton. Yep. Boy, very unlike him. Looked like he let the ball get through to his pad yeah, instead it, of catching it with his hand. Yeah, and I think he had the first down, Dave, so that's one of those plays maybe we mark down and say that was a huge one. He had the ball and then got hit immediately by Jay Fanning, the corner. Yeah, he kind of bobbled it, and then when yeah. he got hit, it that was all over. So, boy, that's a tough one. You get you get him backed up, and you don't get any points out of it. But the penalties killed us, and couldn't come up with the play there. So, got to play defense. Hanover now will take over the football first and ten from their own thirty-yard line. It's a really good play call, too. I mean, yeah, 
He was wide open. Yeah. He was right, right there for the first down. Yep. Weimer has Oppel off to his left. Now moves Anthony in motion. Sets up tight end right. Dropping back is Weimer. Wheel. Looks on a fast. He's going to throw it upfield, and it's That's incomplete not. to Anthony on the wheel route up the yeah. right side. Yeah. He didn't even really look around. Coaches complain. I don't know he's complaining about. That was nothing. Looked like he was complaining that he said that Wright had grabbed his shoulder pads and yeah. pulled him down, but no. didn't see anything like that happen. He didn't even turn around and find the ball. Yeah. Second down, 10 yards to go. That was one of those plays that just was doomed from the start. Anthony will move in motion to the far side now. Now line down, tied up on the left off the line. Handoff goes to Oppel. Oppel is going to get hit at the 30 and struggle forward to about the 33-yard line. That'll be a gain of three. And it's now third down, seven yards to go. All right, another third long. we got to get off the field here. Defense has got to really step up. First and second has not been the problem. No, it's third down, but yep. big play here. Third down, seven yards to go. Weimer, the quarterback. Anthony tight end left. Receivers out wide on both sides. Radebush goes out wide to the left. Eads wide right. Dropping back Weimer. Weimer looks up field. Trying to get away. Got hit behind the line. No, then Hammond it. has him. Hammond is going to bring him down at the 25 for his 10th sack of the year. Our pregame guest comes through in the game. Yeah, you know, you worry. He's celebrating. The referee kind of looked at him. Geez, you wouldn't want to get a 15-yard penalty there. So, again, they're punting into the wind here. We should get really good field position. 9.35 and running left to go in the third quarter. Radebush will punt it away. He had a 40-yard punt earlier in the first half and then a 29-yard punt just moments ago. He's got the wind in his face, kicks it away. Nice, nice high yeah. spiral that's going to be taken in by Hundley at the 30. Hundley cuts it to the 35, breaks away from a tackle. That is Cornell. Cornell to the 40, 45, 50, breaks a tackle to the 40, to the 30, to the 25, 20, 15, and he skips out of bounds. I don't at see the any 15. flags. Either, no Dave. flags on the play, and the Lions have it first and 10 in Hanover territory at the 13-yard line. I missed who, what number it was, but we did a great job. He wanted the block, but he knew he would block in the back, so he held off. He let Cornell make his move, and again, it wasn't a runner, it wasn't a, a reception, but boy, he's electric when he gets that. He made a huge play. we got to take advantage of this. we got to got to put it in. Definitely. Lions lead it by six. 9.03 to go. Taylor brings him up to the line of scrimmage. After that punt return, Beecham goes to take a breather, and McKenzie is in at running back. Kind of outkicked his coverage, really. 13-yard line, first and 10 for the Lions of Hanover in the red zone. Handoff McKenzie right up the middle to the 10, and he's down at the 9. Four-yard gain on the play. Boy, Moe has carried the ball well here today. He really has. He, he made a nice impact in the first half, had a couple big runs for first downs, and, and now he picks up four, so we're second and six. McKenzie on the afternoon running. He's got four carries, 21 yards on the ground, five and a half yards a carry. Second down six. McKenzie to the left of Taylor on second and six. Taylor's going to keep her up the middle, right behind a block by McKenzie. He'll take it to the six. So that's a gain of about three on the play, and it's going to be third down and two. Yeah, that sounds about right, third and two. So Cornell's coming back in. So Beecham back into the ball game. 
And McKenzie is out. Beecham has got a touchdown in this game. Third down two. Play clock down to 15. Lions taking their time. 7.55 to go in the third. They lead it 20-14. to 14. Taylor, play clock down to seven. Handoff Beecham around the left side. He's got a block. Cuts it inside oh, the five. They're going to call a hold. Oh, he didn't need to do it. If he indeed did it, well, they called it, so. Yep, they threw the flag, and that was a Beecham. Got it inside the one, but had a first and goal, but they're going to call a, foul, a holding, and I believe it's going to be on Colin Kandra. Yeah, the, the handover sideline. Yep. It was uh, going crazy during the punter turn, wanting to hold, hold, and that might have been maybe let's appease him here, take away that. So that'll knock the Lions back. Oh, boy. Just third down instead of third down and about tw on two. Now they've got third down and 12. Yeah, you got to know the situation. When you know, and you know, he probably couldn't tell if he had the first down or not, but just let him get the first and don't have to hold. So Beecham, ball in the near hash mark. Receivers out wide on both sides. Beecham to the right of Taylor on the pistol. Taylor looking over the defense, takes the snap, fake handoff, looks into the end zone, throws over the middle, complete on the play at the five, and the Lions are close to a first down at the four on the catch by Jake Ayler. Boy, they're not signaling first down, so it's now they are. First, no, they're not. It's fourth down and about a foot. Fourth down and about a foot. Yep. And what will the Lions do? Well, I th again, I'd go for it, but, you know, we always see, you know, let's see what happens here. They're going to kick a field they're goal. They're going to try I the just, field goal. I, I'm just stunned. Floored. This team has really moved the football well today, all day long. You keep coming up with threes, and they keep. Uh, I just, I, I disagree with both these calls. I. Farsing's got two field goals today. This one will be spotted at the 11, so it's a 21-yarder. Good snap. Murray got it down. Kick is drilled up and straight through the uprights. 6:42 remaining to go in this third quarter. Your score, it's now the Lions 23, Hanover 14 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern. For your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike and wishbonetavern.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray right back here at Alumni Stadium. C. Wayne Perry Field in Hanover, Indiana. And so far, so good. Lions leading it 23 to 14. One other score that we're trying to keep an eye on in the Heartland is? Yeah, well, Rose was beating Franklin 28-0 at half, so they kind of put their hammer down and said, hey, we're uh, we're not going anywhere. Farfsing will kick it off, and Farfsing kicks it off, and it'll be taken into the end zone by Pearson, and he'll just leave it right there. 
So the touchback will bring Hanover out to the 25. 6.42 remaining. Lions trying to stay in first place in the Heartland Conference and stay unbeaten. And possibly move up the polls in the yeah, AFCA. Yeah. Well, again, we keep need to make stops because if we go into the fourth quarter in a tight game, they're going to have the win with a big, big advantage. Absolutely. Nine-point lead for the Lions right now. 6.42 left to go. Weimer. Now the referee will restart the play clock. So Weimer has Oppel off to his left. Receivers out wide on each side. First and 10 from the 25. Weimer, handoff goes to Oppel right up the middle. Stop right at the line of scrimmage, no gain. The Lions defense, Chuck, has stiffened here in the third quarter. Yeah, whatever adjustments we made, we're, we're getting off blocks now, closing the holes up, and really doing a good job in the running game. Notice one thing, Stevenson is in at one linebacker, and they've got Wright has moved more inside. That might have been one change that they made. Second down, 10, still from the 25. Weimer. Oh, another bad, spot, bad snap. Weimer picks it up. He's going to step oh. up. They later to two uh, tackle. Now Hammond is going to push him out of bounds near the 22-yard line. That'll go as a sack. That'll be his 11th sack of the year. He lost three on the play, and it's third down and 13. Yeah, they're having issues with their snap like we have issues on our, our field goals and extra points. So, Their center, Jacob Hobbs. Yeah, big break. So, again, third and long now. We want to get off the field here. Come up big on third down here. Third down, 13. They need to get to the 35 for a first down. He did a nice job just yeah. losing three. It looked like he could lose about 10 or 12. Weimer. The Lions did a good job of staying in their lanes yes. like they didn't do earlier in the first half. Weimer with Oppel to his left. Drops back. Looks upfield. Steps up into the pocket. Got hit oh, they at the 25. Feet. They broke the tackle. Oh. Out to the 30, to the 35, 40. Oh, slides, no. And now they're going to call an unsportsmanlike conduct against the Lions. Weimer took a late slide and coming in and hitting and looked like Deshaun Starks. Yeah, you know, again, how, I don't know as a defensive guy how you can play anymore. Of course, the, the, call, the call came from the handover sideline, and, and the, the referee on that side threw it. You know, they're in their ear the whole game. They feel like they've got short change, so we're going to try to even it up. And, and the 15-yard penalty will take it into the Mount Territory. Well, we should have never. I don't know how he got away. We, we missed two yeah. tackles. And in the backfield. Yeah, you just got to wrap them up. I don't know what else to say. That's one of those personal fouls that really isn't a personal foul. Yeah, it's. Weimer first and 10, Lion 45. Handoff Oppel around the right-hand side. Saw a hole, broke through the seam, took it to the 40, inside the 40, down to the 36, think of the 34-yard line. That's an 11-yard gain and another first down. Yep. Boy, one play and all of a sudden you got great momentum. Yep. Now all of a sudden Hanover looks like a team with their hair on fire. Yep, they sure do. Hanover sends Peck out. Slot left, Anthony. Now Peck moves in motion in the near side. He gets the pitch out, takes it around the right side, and it's thrown out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Noah Hammond, nice job. Got off his block, pushed him out of bounds. Really short gain. Maybe a yard gain on the play. That's what they'll give him to the 33. Yeah. That's generous at that. Second down, nine yards to go. So they're really in four. I'm sorry, Dave. They're really in four-down territory right here, which makes it harder. 4.54 remaining. And moving. 
into the backfield. Now Malachi Parks, first time he's been in the game. Backup running back. Fake handoff. Weimer keeps it off the right tackle. Gets hit. Brought down at the 30-yard line. Lucas Bowling. Yeah, nice tackle. He kind of shoestring tackle. He, had, he was off to the races. So, third and six. Right at the Mount 30-yard line. And they're back in that hurry up. But they'll send V.J. Anthony out of the ball game. Williams is back in. Slot right. Eads wide right. Now Opple's back into the ball game, replacing Rick Parks at running back. Third down, call it a long five yards to go. Weimer throws it up Turn the around. right side, and it is caught by Eads inside the 10 at the 7. 23 yards on the completion, and it's first and goal, Hanover. Yeah, we just didn't get our head turned around again. That's been an issue during the well, year at times. And good good pattern, good throw, but got to get your head turned around. You know, Weimer just said, let's let our star make a big play, exactly. and he's made a big play. First and goal for Hanover at the 7. Now they run the hurry oh, up. Weimer, handoff to Oppel. Oppel to the 5, to the 3, to the 2. He's close to the goal line, and he is going to be He's in. in. Boy, the side judge ran all the way in from the sideline to the hash marks and threw his hands in the air for the touchdown, and it's now 23-20. Yep. 3.33 remaining. Boy, those field goals are really looming large right now for the Lions. Yeah, you know, you know, when you're fourth and like a foot, it's just tough to walk away from those. Kuminga will kick it. Good snap. Kick is up. And the kick is good. 3.33 remaining in this third quarter. It's now the Mount 23, Hanover 21 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and BearcatStorage.com. Well, the Lions now lead it by only two at 23-21, 3.33 remaining in the third. And we figured it'd be a dogfight, boy, and it's a dogfight. Ari Turner is back now, set to return with Cornell Beecham. We told you in the first half, Lions are playing games back there with Beecham and whoever lines up with him. They start Beecham out on one side, and then they flip him right before the kick is made, expecting the kick to go to the opposite returner so that Beecham can get it. Kuminga is going to kick this one off again from his own 35-yard line straight into a gusting wind. And for whatever reason, we're taking a long time in between stops of play now. Kaminga gets a nice end-over-end kick, but the wind got a hold of it. Yep. And Beecham's got it at the 5 to the 10. 15, up near side, 20, 25, 30, breaks into the clear. He's at midfield to the 45, pushed out of bounds inside the 45. And is there a flag down somewhere? Oh, boy. 
We're starting to get even now. I see the flag now. Boy, that one was mm. thrown late yeah. and... Well, it's going to be holding against the Lions. Yeah, just, boy, a lot of mistakes now. And that's going to take it all the way back to the 15. And that's, in a sense, about a 50-yard penalty. Yep. It'll go down as, as 15, but it's, it's a 50-yard penalty. 325 left to go. Beecham will stay in the ballgame. Receivers out wide on both sides. Into the contest for the Lions at tight end now is Jones. Handoff goes to Beecham. Beecham right up the middle. Picks up three out to the 18-yard line. Second down, seven yards to go. Lions have been successful here in this third quarter, Chuck, running the football. Though. Yeah, they've had some nice runs, but again, unfortunately, just, you know, we're kicking field goals. Second down, seven yards to go. Ball at the 18-yard line. Taylor, ball on the near hash mark. Receivers out wide. Beecham to the right of him. Fake handoff. Taylor drops back. Looks up the middle as the pressure breaks down. Now rolls out to the right. Steps inside a tackle. Breaks another tackle. Got a block. Cuts to the left side to the 20. To the 25. Cuts out of bounds. And now there's a flag thrown, I believe, against the Lions. Cam York. Picked up the first down out near the 30-yard line. But Cam York's going to get hit with a holding penalty. Again, another one on the Hanover sideline. And he was kind of... They were all kind of tangled up, and you get the holding call. Yep, you were right. Cam York. So from the spot of the foul, that's going to take it back to the 17-yard line. So, so it'll be third and or second, second and eight yeah. instead of second and seven from earlier. Well, yeah. almost there. You're going to put yeah, it right almost, back at the original yeah. line. Somebody doesn't understand elementary math here, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it all year, haven't we? Yeah. Nonetheless, Lions have the ball back at the 18-yard line, second down, and eight, dropping back Taylor. Taylor's going to look over the middle. He's got a receiver caught yeah. at the 38-yard line. That's Joey Newton for a first down. Boy, he threw a rope there. Joey went down and made a really nice catch. Boy, that was really needed. 21 yards on the reception. First down, Lions. 2-13 remaining in the third. Yeah, boy, we're getting close to the end of the third here. Beecham stays in the ballgame. Cam York wide left. Joey Newton slot left. Here blitz. comes the blitz. Around the right side is Beecham. Beecham's going to get hit behind the line and drop. Back at the 41, and make it the 36-yard line. Josh never saw the blitz coming. No, he didn't. And just ran the play, and Beecham could not outrun the defense. That's going to be a three-yard loss, second down 13. We may want to try a little misdirection or something, because they're really over-pursuing. Trips out to the near side. Ball in the far hash mark. Beecham in the backfield with Taylor. Taylor's going to take the snap. Fake handoff. Looks upfield. Now throws the oh, ball. Oh, he's wide open. Newton. Whoa! He had him wide open by 20 yards and oh. overthrew him. 
Oh, that's where that's one of them, and he want Josh wants it back so bad. Loft it up there. You don't have to throw a rope, and he knows it. Oh my goodness! Again, these are plays in the game that you know. Oh boy, that's a tough one. Had him wide open by 20 yards. Yeah. Yep. Third down, 13. Yeah, the handover secondary had mixed their signals up. Pollard now is out wide to the left hand side. Taylor looking things over. Tried to do a quick snap and get Hanover to jump off. Didn't work that time. Now Taylor, four on the play clock, takes the snap. Drops back. Looks upfield. Good protection. Now cuts to the left-hand side. He's going to tuck it under to the 40, and he's going to be hit outside the 40 to the 43-yard line. Boy, you were close to a horse collar tackle yeah, there. And yeah. I think Josh is asking that. And again, you're on the Hanover sideline. You ain't getting that call. No. <laughs> So, a gain of about seven on the play brings up fourth and six. Yeah, his receivers aren't helping him out. He's trying to wave him down the field. They're kind of standing there like you gotta, you got to help your quarterback out there. Hunter Eads now is going to drop back to collect this punt for the Lions from Ryan Murray. His first punt of the game, 41 yards, his average this season. Hanover looks like they're going to try to rush him on fourth and six. And they are coming, but he gets a good sideline kick away. Low line drive, though, collected in by Eads at the 20. 25 cuts the near side, down at the 30. He didn't quite get that one. Kind of a line drive that was returnable. So, boy, they got good field position. They're going to get the win in the fourth quarter. We got our work cut out for us. 29.1 seconds to go in this third quarter. Lions leading it by 2, 23-21. We told you Rose up big over Franklin, 28-0 at last check. First and 10, ball at the 30-yard line. Just outside the 30 for Hanover. Eads is to the right. Weimer with Oppel in the backfield. Hand off Oppel, right up the middle, cuts it to the 35. And he gets out to about the 39-yard line. Gain of about eight on the play. And it'll bring up second down. Call it two. And that could really be it for the third quarter here. We are at 10 seconds and running. And Hanover not looking at all like they want to run another play. Now they're coming up to the line of scrimmage trying to get set. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. They do get the snap off. Hand off to Oppel. Oppel cuts inside. Lost a yard on the play. Back to the 37-yard line. All right, big play there. So we'll have a big third down coming out of here. It's going to be third down, three yards to go for Hanover when we come back. Your score from Hanover at the end of three. It's the Mount 23, Hanover 21 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, 
make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. Big third down play to open up this fourth and final quarter of action from Hanover. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray right here bringing you the action. 23-21 Mount with the wind in their face for the rest of the game. Weimer on third and three from the 37. Drops back. Good protection. Now rolls out to the left. He's being chased. Gets hit and he's going to be down. There's a flag down in the defensive backfield thrown at the feet of Devin Donaworth. So I guess it's defensive holding on us would be my guess. Boy, the flags are really starting to, to come at us in waves right now. Well, that is going to be against the Lions. Boy, this is really becoming... Yeah, Donworth said he's pushing off, and then... Yeah, it's... Well, I'm on the sideline. Rick Thompson's giving that guy an earful. He bet somebody better get in their ear because it's one-sided right now. Yep. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. They're human. You get on them, yeah, they're gonna think, "Oh, we owe them one now." So, so that's gonna give Hanover the first down. Takes it out to the 48-yard line, still in their own territory. We've played 10 seconds here in the fourth quarter. Lions leading it by two, 23-21. Weimer. Fake handoff, takes it off the left side, across midfield to the 45, make it the 44 of the mount. He's got eight yards on that carry. Brings up second down, two yards to go. Lucas Bowling back into the ballgame for the Lions defensively. Jacob Hall, their big guard, just pushed us about eight yards down the field. He's doing a really nice job for them. Michael Gordon back into the ball game for Hanover at receiver. Radebush goes out wide to the left. Gordon out wide to the right. Weimer, fake handoff, throws oh, in the middle. Got a wide open receiver. That's Gordon, and he dropped the ball. Oh, my gosh. Boy, everybody's got the dropsies in this game. He was wide open by 10 yards and oh, dropped he, the ball on the way to the end zone. It was a walk-in. I mean, I don't know who's responsible for down the middle, but he was not in position, that's for sure. Wow. Lions well, we get missed a huge Joey break. Newton, yeah, and then they missed their guy, so. Wow. That was a good call by them. Third down, two yards to go. They need to get to the 42 yard line. They're at the 44. Yeah, they're probably four down territory. I too. would think, yeah. yeah. Anthony tied in left off the line. Handoff Oppel. Oppel got hit, struggles forward, got the first down. Lions no, say they're not. Got they're going to say he's a little short, Dave. But they're going to go for it, I can tell you that. They're saying fourth, but it's it's less than a yard. It's about. Now, these are one of these, Chuck, you've got to bring in. I you've got to come in and measure. They don't do that. No. Well, according to where they've got the ball spotted, he's a yard short. Yeah, about a half yard there, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Yep. They're going to go for Fourth it. down, big play of the game. Again, I, I did just quarterback sneak, but I guess these teams don't get under center no, anymore. No, nobody does anymore <laughs> except in a victory formation. Yep. Fourth down, less than a yard. Weimer keeps it. Stutter steps. Uh, got the first no. down to the 40. Mm. Picked up two. We had a shot to get him. Yep. 
Boy, those are slow developing plays. I mean, it worked, but boy. 13.05 left to go in the game. Lions by two. When you need a foot, well, that's a heck of a gamble. So the ball will be resting right at the 40-yard line. Weimer again with Anthony tight end left off the line. Radebush wide left. Gordon, who just dropped the pass seconds ago, is out slot right. Anthony moves in motion, dropping back Weimer. Throws over the left-hand side to Radebush, but it was incomplete. Underthrew him by about five yards. Yeah, he, he wasn't even looking for the ball. He hadn't come out of his cut yet, so I think he was just getting rid of it. Yeah, I think Weimer just wanted to clear that thing away. Now let's see who's coming into the ball game. Max Copas. Copas a sophomore, 6'2", backup wide receiver. Comes in wide left. Anthony again tight end left on the left-hand side. Oppel on second down 10. Gets the handoff left-hand oh, side. Saw play. a hole. Yeah. Takes it Close inside the 40 down. and gets it out to the 37-yard line. That's three yards on the carry. Yeah, it's night. They know they've got four downs to play with, so they can kind of, you know, Take, you know, take what's there and not force it knowing they've got four downs versus three. Both teams have three timeouts left. Hanover's got one of the old-time scoreboards. They don't tell you how many timeouts right. are on the scoreboard. It's not one of those picture scoreboards either like we have at Schuler Field. Weimer, third down, seven. Moving in motion is Anthony. Lines up tight end right. Dropping back Weimer. Weimer's going to throw it up the left side, and it is incomplete. Good, good defense. Really Knocked good defense. Knocked away. Yeah. You're right. By Mason Owens, yeah. knock it out of his hands. Nice play. Coach is upset. I bet he's been complaining on every play, so you can't really take him too serious. Yeah, Fourth Matt down. Theobald has really been in the year of the official. Yeah, pretty much every play. So it's now fourth down for Hanover. There's one of those fourth down plays again. Peck is coming in. They'll go with a no tight end set. Williams is back in. Gordon will leave. Weimer now orchestrating the play. Eight seconds to go on the play clock. Weimer, fourth down, eight yards to go. Drops back. Looks upfield. Gets away from a tackler. Runs out to the right. He's going to throw the ball deep into the end zone, and it is oh caught at the five. Caught at the five. That is Hunter Eads. He let his superstar do it again. Kendrick Riley was back there in protection to Chuck. I don't think he could have been covered him any better. He was on him. He just he was able to box him out. Boy, another big fourth down conversion. God, it's just killing us. But again, when you got four downs versus three, that's a huge difference. Fourth down, and they convert it. First and goal. Handoff. Oppel, left side, dives into the end zone, touchdown, and Hanover has regained the lead at 28-23. They might go for two here to try to go up six. Now they're kind of not knowing what they're doing. The kick is out there, and they're kind of trying to figure out what to do here. Hopefully they'll at least have to use a timeout. Weimer is now signaling that they are going to go for two. Yeah, they don't have the time now. It's down to 12, 11. They may have to use a timeout, and they will. Uh, At least that helps a little bit. Well, there was only seven seconds left on the play clock, and they were still trying to get their personnel into the ball game. Yeah, well, that's 
And that's somebody's got to be saying, hey, if we score, this is what we're going to do. And oh Yeah, it looked boy. like their offensive coordinator, Matt Brown, knew what they wanted to do, but they just couldn't get the play and the personnel in in time. 11.26 left to go. Lions are down by four, 27 to 23. And oh, how big those field goals loom now. Yeah, it would be nice to have the win this quarter too. But um, I think the thing is now, you know, we don't try to get it all back at one. You know, take, keep doing what we're doing, throw the ball short, run the ball. Uh, we clearly want to shorten the game, but there's probably only a couple possessions left for us. So uh, this is a big stop right here. Uh, if they, I, I just don't see us kicking any field goals the rest of the game. And yeah, it's a four-point game. I would think. Yeah, I, I mean, realistically, if you look at the way this adds up, we can still win with a you know touchdown well, I mean, and extra point. The, 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 yeah, this two-point conversion, can successful, successful or not, doesn't mean a lot. So, Weimer on the two-point conversion from the three. He'll hand it off to Oppel. And now they flip it back, and running it in is Weimer on an option. Takes it in for the two-point conversion, and that makes it 29-23. to Hanover, they lead it by six. 11-26 left to go in the ballgame. Your score, Hanover 29, Mount St. Joseph 23 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. Well, Chuck, the Lions have got their work cut out for them now. They're down by six in the fourth. Yeah, and unfortunately, Cornell's probably not going to get to touch the ball here because he's probably going to kick it in the end zone. So, uh, yeah, you talk about some adversity. Down six on the road against the win in the fourth quarter. Let's see what we're made of. Don't have to panic. It's still within one score. Got three timeouts left, 11 and a half minutes to go, 11.26 to be exact. A lot of time left to go in this game. Zaminga will kick it off, and it is a line drive kick. Beecham is going to let it go through the end zone, and the Lions will take it over first and 10 at their 25. And now a flag has been thrown on what? It might be on them. He kind of hit our guy late. I don't know. I didn't see, of course, I turned my head away at the last second. Hanover is saying, what are you talking about? And that's Routabush that is. Well, our guy, number 18, and we got two 18s. I don't know which one it was, was wanting to go after the guy. And our guy pulled him back. So I think it was against Hanover. And let's see what the penalty is. Yep, it is. Boy, Chuck, I'll tell you. So we get it on the 40. It's number 45 on the kicking team. 
And that is James Underwood. Yeah, that's a major mistake. Ten, you know, emotions are flying here. They just took the lead. He probably wanted to get a couple extra words in there. Our guy wanted to go after him. Thankfully, we got pulled away. It would have been offsetting. So we got a free 15 yards. Well, this may be the biggest drive of the year for the Lions. Yep. A lot of time left, 11-26, oh, yeah. but still. Plenty of time. Taylor in the backfield with Mariano McKenzie now in the backfield. Receivers out wide on both sides for the Lions. Now moving in motion, McKenzie out of the backfield. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor looking up the field. He's got a receiver open, and that is Newton. He's got it complete inside the 40 at the 39-yard line. Great route, great throw by Josh. Good catch by Joey. Uh, now we're threatening that's the first long completion, Chuck, that the Lions have been able to complete that I can remember in a long yeah, time. Yeah, he threw that one about 21 yards a while back in the third quarter, but he gunned that one to Newton. But That's right. But other than that, you're right. First and ten Lions in Hanover territory at the 39. Dropping back, Taylor. Taylor throws over the middle, and it is complete on a short slant-in pattern to Joey Newton again. He's got it at the 34-yard line. That's a gain of five, second and five for the Lions as they continue to move. Taylor trying to orchestrate this. Lions right now are down by six. Second down, five yards to go. Again, sp spread formation for the Lions out of the pistol. Dropping back Taylor. Heavy rush, throws over the middle, incomplete to Austin Brock and Taylor. Had to sidestep a blitz coming in. Yeah, we didn't pick that up. Nope. That was a heavy rush, too, Chuck. Yeah, they, they, we didn't pick up the blitz. He had a free shot at Josh. He had to get rid of it. Now, again, I'm, you know, we're going to be in two-down territory. but So it is now third down, five yards to go. Lions have the ball at, their own, at the 34 of Hanover. They need to get to the 29. McKenzie still in the backfield. To the left out of the pistol. Spread formation, no tight end. McKenzie now moves in motion. Throws up the left-hand side on the fade, and it is going to be incomplete. No flag, but there is a flag down on the near side. How in the world do you not throw a flag on that play, Chuck? Yeah, it's, he he never looked over. back. He's, you keep talking about <laughs> them looking back. He never looked back. Let's see what we got here. On Pollard up the left-hand side. Oh, uh, it's against us. They're looking at Hanover. You want to refuse it. That'll bring up fourth down. Boy, the wow. Oh, come on. Number six. I think they said 66. Oh, I thought, well, unless Austin covered somebody up. Oh, boy. Well, big fourth I, down. Yeah. I, I don't know. Fourth down, five yards to go. I don't know how we can have an illegal man downfield there when you just drop back and throw it. I don't. 10-20. Left to go in the ballgame. Taylor with Mariano McKenzie in the backfield with him. On fourth down five. There goes the snap. Dropping back Taylor. Throw to the right. Complete on the play to Cam York. First down yep. at the 26-yard line yep. of Hanover. Really nice throw. That's a long out, Dave. Long out to the sideline. Throw it across the field. He gunned it over there. Perfect pass. Good catch, first down. 26-yard line of Hanover. McKenzie stays in. He's at running back. Ball in the near hash, hash mark. First and 10 for the Lions. 
We're under 10 minutes to go and running left in the ball game. Taylor taking his time. Drops back. Looks to the left. Throws to the left. Oh. And it's going to be incomplete. Overthrew Joey Newton. Not sure if he was throwing to Newton, Chuck, or if he was trying to go to Pollard out there. Yeah, I think it was Newton, but, you know, we're dropping back the throw every time here. I, you know, just make sure that they know the run. It could possibly be in play. You know you got four downs. That's why I liked about handover. They were kind of mixing it up, running a little bit, yeah. throwing a little bit, knowing you got four downs. Second down, 10 from the 26. Beecham is in the ballgame out wide to the left-hand side. Trips out to the far side. McKenzie still in the backfield to the left out of the pistol. Taylor, here comes the blitz, but they pick it up. Taylor drops back, rolls to the right, looking into the end zone. He's going to tuck it under, and he's going to be hit at the line and stop for no gain. Right at the 26. Yeah, again, I'm sorry, really good coverage down the field. Just nobody's open. He, He scrambled and created some more time, and we're just not getting the separation. Still got two downs to make it, though. Yep. Third down, 10. Need to get to the 16. Ball up the 6. The 26, excuse me. Well, if you don't get it here, Chuck, do you go for the field goal? Well, against the wind, I would say no. 40-something yards, it'd be tough. 9.07 left. Again, spread formation. McKenzie in the backfield. Beach him out wide to the left-hand side. Showing blitz handover. They drop back. Now Taylor steps up, throw over the middle. He's got a receiver caught at the five. That's Joey Newton. Mr. Clutch. Joey dropped one of the first half, but boy, he's really playing well this second half, making some tremendous catches. 21 yards on the reception. Newton, five catches on the day. 8.44, first and goal, Lions. Taylor is going to cut it off the left-hand side, trying to pick up a block. Got one for Beecham into the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Lions! Tie ball game, 29-29. left to go. What a drive by the Lions. Now Farfsing's going to come in and attempt the extra point to put the Lions up. Farfsing with Murray the holder. He's going to be kicking it into the wind. He is set, snap good, hold good, kick up, and the kick is good. 8.36 left to go in the ballgame. Your score now, it's the Mount 30, Hanover 29 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. You are listening to Mount St. Joseph University Lions football on WDTZ FM 98.1 and ultimatesportstalk.com. I can tell you, years ago at the U.S. Open, Jimmy Connors made a comment, this is what they paid for, this is what they got, and I'm telling you, this is what we're getting today. What a football game. Both teams have made some mistakes, but it's been a a really good Division III uh, game to watch. Uh, We're up one. Can we hold on here? 30-29, Lions lead it with 8.36 left to go. 
next week we'll be home for Bluffton. And it'll be nice to be home. So Farfsing will kick it off. Gordon is back set to return now for Hanover at his own five. High end over end kick short. Gordon's going to take it in at the 15-yard line, and his momentum carried him right out of bounds right there. Tremendous kick by Kyle Farsing. He poots it on that side, and the wind kind of knocked it down. Boy, we got him at the 15. Let's get a three and out here, Dave. That's what the Lions need is a three and out. 8.35 to go. What a game this one has been. Well, Hanover. First and 10 from their own 15. Weimer with Oppel. They've gone with Oppel the entire way. Parks has seen just a couple of plays in the backfield. Radebush in motion, now returns and comes back the oh other boy, way. Oh, boy, ball's on the ground. Snap. Picked up by Oppel. Oppel's going to get hit and dropped right at the 15. Radebush went in motion, and I think he hit the snap when it was made, Chuck. Well, they, they keep having snapping issues, which is, again, good for us, but, boy. They've, uh, they were lucky to really recover all of these. One resulted in a big loss, but that's like a, a, a down they just gave to us. So they're not in fourth down territory here, so we no more stops, they'd have to punt. Second down, a long nine to go. They've got had him pick up about a half a yard just outside the 15. Anthony back into the ballgame. Weiner yeah, throws the fade up the left-hand side. Radebush got away with a push off and then dropped the ball. Oh, the officials are going to confer... And oh they're going to say that he caught the ball. Unbelievable call. Right on the he Hanover sideline again. Chuck, Chuck, he was out of bounds <laughs> when he slid to come back and make the catch. Oh, my goodness. Holy Toledo. You're on the road. And the handoff uh, goes no, to Oppel at the 30. All and right. Oppel takes it outside the 30 up to the 32-yard line. This has not been, you know, and I say this every week. This has not been a highlight film for the officiating in the Heartland Conference, but they don't want to do anything about it. Yeah. Second down, call it eight yards to go. Weimer with Oppel in the backfield. Handoff, Oppel around the left oh, hand he side. He got held. Yeah, they didn't and call it. No call. Now, now, now they call. Now they've got a flag <laughs> on the inside. Oppel ran for about six yards, but Brady Buller was held from yep. his right end position. Yep. I mean, yep. that was about as blatant as you can get. And I don't think if he says something, we might not get yeah. the call. Yep. Foul. Penalty on the play. Holding. So that'll mark them back to the 22-yard line. So second and real long. Second down and call it about 18 yards to go. Oppel stays in the ball game to the left. You would think this is a passing down on second yeah. and 18 from the 22. And over in their own territory. Like to throw screens on second and long. Weimer drops back. Heavy rush. Now he's going to roll out to the right. Still under pressure by Brophy. Now he's going to throw it out to the right. It's going to be complete by Williams. And then Williams dropped the ball as he was drove into the field into the field, but they're going to say it is a complete pass, but he lost about a yard on the play. Well, they kept the clock running, except the clock is stopped, so I'm confused. Now it's starting back up. Yeah, they did keep the clock yeah. running. That's it. They counted as a catch. So it's third down 19. Ball at the 21-yard line. 
Big, big play, big play yeah, Chuck. Boy, big play because they're not in four down territory. Hey, or Cornell Beecham's into the ballgame now at linebacker. Oh, wow. You can see him probably blitzing on this play. He's going to hold back. Weimer is going to get hit. Got going to be dropped by Hammond all the way back to the 11. Hammond with Don't. three tackles, three sacks today. He's played a great – I get worried when we celebrate they're going to throw a flag. Yeah. I mean, you don't think they will, but you just never know. An automatic first down and, okay, Cornell, do your thing here. All the way back to the – they're going to say they put the ball at the 14, Chuck. Yeah, he should have been the 11, but yeah. whatever. I'd get a little bit deeper, Cornell. So route run up. Routabush with the wind to his back. Yeah, get, get a little deeper. Good snap. Kicks it away. It's a high spiral. Beecham backpedaling. Back to his 35. To the 40. On the left side. To the 45. Takes it out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Lions have the football. And 538 left to go in the ballgame. Wow. We'll just keep it right here. 30-29. to 29, The Lions lead it by a point. What a game this yeah. thing has been. Yeah, this is... Uh... Let's go win it on offense here. They say there's four-minute drives. Yep. And keep in mind, Hanover only has two timeouts. Brock out wide right. Cam York slot right. Beecham in the backfield now for the Lions. I think that's Mo, isn't it? It is Mo, and McKenzie's going to get the handoff around the right side. Takes it across the 50 to the 48 of Hanover. That's a four-yard gain. I like this setup that they show with McKenzie and beach him out on the... Mo's getting four or five yards a crack. Yep. He's doing fine. Yep, today, McKenzie, five carries, 25 yards. Yeah, that's about five yards a carry in my math. Second down, six. McKenzie to the right of Taylor. Had everybody set, now looks over to the sideline as the Lions are going to use as much time off the play clock as they can. It's under 10. Now game clock under five. Taylor takes the snap. Looks to the left. Now gets away from a tackler. Spins away from another. Looks upfield to the 45-40. To the 35-30. Breaks into the clear. To the 20. He's going to be brought down at the 17-yard line. Make it the 16-yard line. 34 yards on the play. Nobody else in the country can make that play, Dave. That was tremendous. Gosh, Josh, that's a heck of a job. 442 and running. He got away from four or five guys. I don't know how he got out of it. We've got to take it in. we got to put it in. McKenzie stays in the ballgame. Beecham stays into the ballgame. Beecham has been lining up as an outside receiver and does this time with Newton out on the far side. York and Brock out on the near side. Ball in the center of the field at the 17-yard line. Fake handoff. Taylor looking upfield. Throws it oh. Beecham and it's almost intercepted oh. and incomplete. Boy, coming Ooh. in from his free safety position, Justin Williamson. Ooh. That was scary. We don't need no turnovers now. No. Second down, 10 yards to go. They've got the ball at the 17-yard line. 4-11 remaining. McKenzie stays in. Beecham wide left. Spread formation, no tight end. Taylor, he's going to take it right up the middle. Stutter steps inside the 15, dives to the 10. That's a seven-yard pickup by the Lions QB. And it'll be third down, 
three yards to go for a first. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we ran that play again. We're under four minutes, Dave. Taylor, 17 carries on the day, 111 yards. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't mind seeing him take off again. 3.45 left to go. McKenzie in the backfield, out of the pistol with Taylor. Taylor looking things over. 10 on the play clock. 3.33 on the game clock. Taylor looks on the left-hand side, complete to Beecham. Beecham's got the first down at the four-yard line. Boy, that's a great throw and catch right there. He threaded the needle right there. Six yards on the completion, Chuck. Should be able to run off another minute or so unless we score. A minute and a half, two minutes maybe. Oh, if you're Hanover, do you start thinking using timeouts? Yeah, I, I'm going to wait another minute or so, but, yeah, they're going to ha have to at some point here. First and goal for the Lions from the four. You might see a steady diet of runs here just to run some clock. That's what I would think. You don't want to stop the clock. Taylor with McKenzie to his left. Moving in motion to the near side is Newton. Taylor's going to keep it himself around He's the left-hand side. Goes into the pylon. Touchdown, Lions! Woo! 2.52 left to go in the game. And the Lions have regained a seven-point lead at 36-29. They're going to go for the extra point, but what do you think, two? Well, it's interesting. The analytics in the NFL would say go for two to put the game away. But doggone, you know, Hanover could score and make two and beat you, so I would kick it. But a lot of people would say go for two. Well, Farfsing will come in to attempt the extra point. 2.52 left. Farfsing, good snap, good hold, kick is up. And the kick is good. 2.52 remaining for Hanover. Your score, it's now the Mount 37, Hanover 29 on Ultimate Sports Talk and WDTC FM 98.1. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike and SkylineChili.com. I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company. I can run a successful business. I can manage your home improvements. I can publicize your message. I can motivate your audience. I can put my military experience to work for your company. I can teach your children. I can boost your bottom line. I can add value to your workplace. I could be a loyal and productive employee. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity. If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me. If you don't have an open mind and a workplace that's open to everyone. If you don't realize that America works best when everybody works. Farsing is going to go ahead and kick it off with 2.52 remaining to go in this ballgame. What a game it has been. His last kickoff day was really good. I'm really surprised they're as deep as they are. It's not going to get there. Gordon is going to collect it in at about his own five. Farfsing, high, short Bounce. kick. It's going to hit at the 20. It's going hey, to stay in bounds, and it's going to be loose, ball loose. I think the Lions have got on top of it. Lions are saying they've got the football, and they do. Short end over end kick. Hanover did not cover it in time. The Lions jumped all over it. And they've got it first and 10 in Hanover territory at the 24-yard line. Again, Dave, I, I didn't understand why they were so deep. We're going against the wind. 
Uh, I, yeah, really, I got kind of called that. I mean, they're best. Yeah. He's, he's at the goal line. There's no way. We're going to chip it. So. 2.49 left to go in the game. Lions leading it by 8. 37-29. Now the Lions play clock is down to 18, and they're trying to get in their personnel. And I think they're going to be forced to use a timeout, oh and they will. I guess we weren't ready. Caleb Coral upset at his offense, I think, because he wanted them ready to come out on the field and start running a play. Well, Hanover's going to have to use their final two timeouts here, Chuck. For sure. Quickly. What a contest this has been. Lions seem to have come out slow-footed, dropped down 7-0, took a halftime lead of 20-14. to Now they lead it by 8, 37-29. Well, I go back to, you know, again, I'm just confused on how they were. their special teams were lined up there. There's just no way... That, that we're going to get the ball in the end zone or even the five-yard line. And, and give Kyle Parsing all the credit in the world, boy. He might not be special teams player of the week, but that should be – that was big, those last two kickoffs. Chuck, this is an interesting formation the Lions have got. They're going to go straight shotgun, spread formation. They do have Powell in at tight end. Josh is just going to run it up. Yeah, he's just going to run the football. I mean, they're basically telegraphing that that's going to, that's going yeah. to happen. And he runs it around the left-hand side, cuts it out inside the 24 – down to the 23-yard line for a gain of about three. A gain of about one, I'm sorry. Okay, no timeout from Hanover, so let's milk it all down. And the Lions are going to take their sweet old time. Which they should. Not quite in field. I mean, 40 yards against the wind is no gimme, so we we got to get it close. we got to get a first down. Yeah. We only got one there. Ball resting at the 23-yard line. Boy, it'll be a sweet bus ride home if the Lions mm. can keep this one going. Now in the backfield is Beecham with Taylor out of the pistol. Powell, the tight end, lined up off the line on the right. Hand off Beecham around the left-hand side. Cuts it inside to the 20, to the 15. Same bounce, Cornell. still in the same li- uh, lineup. Cuts it inside the 5. They're, They're going to say he stepped out of town and the, stepped out of bounds at the 9. Yeah, he once he got the first down, I really would have liked to see him stay in bounds there. And I know he's fighting for extra yards, but once you get the first down, the, the clock's more important than the yardage. So that's going to give the Lions first and goal from the nine-yard line of Hanover. A minute 58 left. Boy, a touchdown here would put this thing away. Yep. Beecham's going to stay in the ball game. Again, spread formation. Lions are going with it. Two tight end set, Chuck. Yeah, they don't need. They've got Jones and Powell in the ball game. Yeah, they're going to just pound it, which they should do. Hand off Beecham off the right side, cuts it to the five, to the four. He'll be stacked up right there at the four. That's got to be a timeout, Hanover. Well, he's lost about five. Now they'll take. Now he's going to call it. Now they'll take the timeout. Yep. Minute forty-six left to go in this game. To me, with the last, the next two plays, it's either Cornell or Josh. I'm not. I'm just giving it to them, or Josh is going to run it. So a minute 46 left to go. Lions leading it by 8, 37-29. Well, they kind of fell apart a little bit in that third quarter, beginning of the fourth, Chuck. The Lions did. Penalty 
penalty ridden. Yep. And then they seem to gain the control back. Yeah. You know, the defensive line really stepped it up. I will say there was a few questionable calls. We'll just leave it at that. But they fought. They hung in there. And that last play was huge. Uh, but to go against the win in the fourth quarter, down, to go down and score, and then get that kick and defense holding, it's we're not we haven't closed it yet, but we're getting close. 146 remaining. Hanover will have one timeout left. And I would assume they'll call it after this play. You would think, yeah, yeah especially if they're they stop us. Second and goal. Uh, Second me, and goal. Yeah, it's either Josh or Cornell. From the four. And the handoff to Cornell. No, nope. Taylor's going to keep it around the right side. They're going to settle for a field goal. He's going to well, wrap it down at the at the eight. Yeah. See, I don't. I like going straight ahead, so they get stopped at the three. But now you're going. You're, you're risking it. You so Hanover will use their last timeout. Well, I'm running it to the left to go right in the middle of the field. It'll be under a minute, and then we kick a field goal, and the game's over. That's what I would do. But you know what, Dave? They sure as heck don't listen to me. <laughs> well, when you were coaching, Chuck, <laughs> did you want the fans in the stands? Did you listen to the fans in the stands? Well, they didn't know as much as me. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, that no problem. 141 left to go in the ballgame here. Next week, Bluffton comes to town. And we'll be on the air at 1 o'clock with the pregame. 1.30 with the kickoff. And I don't care what you say, what the record is, Bluffton is always a tough ball game. Yeah, again, just, you know, it's tough because, you know, after, hopefully this is a big win, but you got to keep going. You celebrate yep. for a day, and then you keep going. You, you know what? You can celebrate at the end of the year. That's you right. you got to keep focused. And we, we talked earlier in the year when we went to New York. You know, we weren't as emotionally up after beating Baldwin Wallace. You're going to have some of that, but, you know, if you only play once a week. Yeah. So we'll see what he dials up, but I, I, I'd be stunned if this ball went in the air. Stunned. Caleb Coral brought Jake Ayler over to the sideline from his slot position to whisper something in his ear. Boy, it looks like they might throw it. I, I McKenzie's in the ball game. Beecham's out. Yeah. Huh. He's not in the contest right now. McKenzie to the right. Now moving in motion to the far side oh, is Newton. Moving on the line side. by Hanover. Oh, it's on us. Oh. Oh, boy. Movement on the line. I would still run and get that clock under a minute. Yeah. Now Cornell's coming in. But I, I, an incomplete pass here that saves them 40 seconds, I just wouldn't risk it. You could get sacked. Too many bad things can happen. So Kenzie's out. Beecham's back in. Yeah, I'd run it and just hope like heck that you can make the field goal. If you run to the middle of the field, it's a straight shot. Even if he misses a minute to go with no timeouts, uh, I just, oh, well, we'll see what he dials up. All right, Beecham in the backfield now with Taylor. Ball in the air, hash mark. Brock, the receiver in motion now to the far side. There goes the snap. Taylor's going to keep it around the right side. He's got Stay it to bounds. the 10. Stay to in the bounds. Five. Dives to the end zone. Is he in? They're going to spot him down at the 1. No. He didn't go out of bounds. The clock should run. Yes. I don't know why he stopped it. Clock is going to continue to run. So it'll be fourth down. Well, I'd let it run all the way down and call timeout. Yeah, you've got three timeouts left. Yeah. Might as well use one. I don't go, I'll tell you, I don't go for the field goal here. 
All the times that I've been against them to go for the field goal. No, this I'm game, with you. I just want it because if you don't make it, they got to go 99 yeah. yards. I yep. just, but again, they don't have a quarterback sneak in their play. No. Remember. Ball at the one yard line. Call timeout. Call timeout. Six seconds. That's what they're going to do. Yep. It's going to go all the way down, and now the Lions will use the Very timeout. Very good. Very good clock management. Yeah, because a field goal, hey, it could be blocked. They could yep. run it back. Any bad snap, anything could happen. I'm just, I'm going to just let Josh and Cornell do their thing. If you make it, the game's over. If you miss it, they got to go 99 yards well, in about 50 You seconds. know, the same situation stands up for us that Hanover did against us in the first half where Weimer went on the bootleg around the right side. You could do the same thing with Taylor. You could. Especially with Beecham in the backfield. You could. And him I'll tell you something the we, have not, we have not seen a lot this year is in this situation, at all in this situation, is Beecham and McKenzie in the backfield at the same time. Yeah. yeah I mean, you could, you know, Mo can score just as easy as Cornell. But yeah. I mean, give Hanover something to think, think about. about. Yeah. Well, they're pretty much certain they're not going to throw, even though theoretically you could throw it because the clock's going to stop one way or the other. Right. So you could do that, but, boy, you drop back. <sighs> I just I think that's well, risky. Remember what Woody Hayes said. Three things. Three things, things can happen when you pass and two of them are but bad. But you know what? I think it's the opposite now. You can complete or get pass interference. Yeah, you might be right. You know. Yep. All right, let's see what we do. Well, they're both in. They are both in. Yeah. Holy cow. So good call. I'm a prophet. Good call. Maybe some kind of counter here. So Beecham, now the Lions are going to use the timeout again. Yeah. Okay. They gave Hanover something to look at. Right. Now they're going to take a timeout. Yep. Let Hanover come over and talk about what this possibly could be. I doubt if you'll see an option here. <laughs> I would be stunned. Yeah. I mean, anything that could be risky at all. Uh, you can't throw it out in the flat or anything like that. It's too risky. Guy can pick it off and get. I, again, I would just run it up the middle. I would give it to Cornell and say, you know what? You're the best player in our league. Maybe the just go win it for us. And if he doesn't, they got to go 99 yards in 50 seconds. Yep. I, I just. Well, I mean, you. The last time the Lions had it in this situation, they put Cornell out wide, and he came in and did a block on the defensive end. That sprung Taylor going into the end zone. Yeah, with one yard, I'm not going wide. I'm going north-south. I'm not going east-west. I don't care where they go. Just get into the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go again. McKenzie on the left. Beecham on the right. Cam York lines up on the line of scrimmage at a tight end position. Two receivers out wide to the left. Fourth and goal. Snap to Taylor. Hand off Beecham. Into He's the in. end zone. Touchdown! That'll do it! Again, keep it as simple as you can. Yep. 43-29 Lions by 14. 53.4 seconds to go in the game. Well, Dave, I don't know how we did it, but we did it. Boy. <laughs> Woo! Yep. I said at the beginning of the year, Schuler Field was the house of thrills, but we're taking it on the road. Wow. Beecham, second touchdown today. And Farfsing will attempt the extra point. Ooh, bad snap. But but got Murray it caught it down, and the kick is good. 44-29. We'll just keep it right here. Boy, what a misleading final score. Yeah. Really, really misleading. Yep. I mean, it looks like I had a routine cut one by a couple touchdowns, but, boy, it was nothing but routine. 
Well, they have not put up the 44th point on the <laughs> scoreboard. They have here on the stat scoreboard, but not on the scoreboard here for the fans. And the Hanover fans have been scurrying out of here, Chuck, for the last five minutes. Well, their team put up a valiant effort and really, really could have won. Yeah, they missed some play. You know, we missed plays. We're looking at it from our side. They missed some play. The guy walked the drop-in touchdown, and they hit some plays. 53.4 seconds to go in the game. Hanover has no timeouts left. Neither do the Lions. And guess where Kyle's going to kick this one? The same spot. And I don't blame him. <laughs> Why change a good thing? No, I mean, I can't. I st they have not made an adjustment. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Tell you what, there was a great crowd here today. Contingency coming down from Cincinnati over here across the way, Chuck. Yep. Got a nice support over there. Farsing. Now we'll kick it off. Gordon back. Oh, He's no. just going to squib it right up the field. It's going to go out it's of bounds. It's going to be taken in you. at the 27-yard line by one of the upbacks, Blake Mossbaugh. Yeah, so we got a 50 seconds to go and two two score lead. Just keep everything in front of you. Don't let them beat us deep. Yep, you it's, know, it's a 15 point lead. It's again one of those games where you know you give up 29, but you know our defense played pretty well. Yeah, they gave up some plays, but you're going to give up plays in Division Three football. And Hanover's got a good offense with a good quarterback. You know, here's the thing: it's a 15 point lead, Chuck. It's still a two possession game. Yeah, just don't let anybody get behind yeah. you. They can catch it inbounds, and they're going to run clock. Dropping back Weimer. He's going to throw it up the side. He's got it. Hook and ladder play, yeah. and it is brought down immediately by Anthony Wright on the receiver, and that is Peck. Yeah. Peck that's a, was brought down at the 33. That's a good play. you got to try. You know, you got to try something. Now we're going to be under 30 seconds by the time this They hustle the line of scrimmage. Peck moves in motion to the far side. He's hurt. Comes set on the s slot. Driving back Weimer from the 33. Oh Rolls He's away down. from Brophy and Brophy. That's probably as Weimer it. drops down at the 23-yard, make it the 18-yard line. Maybe one more play, maybe. 15 seconds to go in the game. Lions are going to go 7-0, 4-0 in the conference. Weimer's got everybody set. It's third down and about 25. Throws over the middle. He's got a receiver. That is complete at the 35 to the 40. 45, he's dropped That's there. It. That's the ball game. The Lions come to Hanover and win it here this afternoon by a final score of 44 to 29 over the Hanover Panthers. The Lions are now 7-0 on the season, and they move to 4-0 in conference play. Meanwhile, Hanover goes to 3-4 overall, and they are 3-1 in conference play. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. We'll be back to wrap it up from Hanover after these timeouts. <laughs> 